hello everybody. Welcome to the uh, latest edition of the Something Heavy cast. I'm Robert. I'm Chris. And uh, this is a nerdy geeky podcast where we talk about nerdy geeky things. Yeah, like uh, like movies. And games. And comic books. And games that feature movies and comic books. Yeah, comic and books and movies that have comic books in them. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? Huh. Well, just that little idiocy we just did. Yeah. And it occurs to me that, like, there have been really good comic book movies. I can't name one good movie based on a game. Not one. You're right. I mean, there's The Last Starfighter, but that's a fictional game. Yeah. But based off of an actual game? Hmm. There was, like... It's gonna be... Minecraft is gonna be the first one. I'm no, thinking no. World of Warcraft will be the first one. Yeah, I think that'll be pretty. Good. From everything I've seen, it looks it looks pretty baller. Yeah, and I, it, it seems to me that Duncan Jones didn't look at it as something like you know, oh, this is just whatever. No, he took it seriously. Yeah, like the lore and the myth behind everything. Yeah, yeah he, he likes Warcraft. Good. He does. Yeah, I think he enjoys Warcraft. Yeah, there. Uh, it's weird. It's like there are a lot of famous people who play Warcraft. Yeah, Henry Cavill, Superman. Mm-hmm. He almost missed out being the Man of Steel because he was busy playing Warcraft. Right. Which I commend you, sir. I wonder if he, like, works out while he plays Warcraft. Um, I, I've i done something similar He's to that. He's on, like, a, you know, like Mikey a, Pang like a stationary or, like, bike. a treadmill. I wonder if, as his team, as his clan is going to somewhere to raid, he's just cranking out bicep curls. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. That would be my guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because a lot of... I don't think you could run on a treadmill and play a game at the same time. It'd be pretty tough. I'd get super... I would eat shit several times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was, before the podcast, we were talking about how I... Like, I haven't played video games in, like, five days. Yeah. And for me, that's a lot. Because, yeah. like, video games tend to be a daily occurrence with me. Mm-hmm. And it just occurred to me. It's like, wow, I haven't played video games. This is kind of upsetting. Yeah. I, I actually haven't really either. I played, like, half an hour of Hotline Miami. All right. That indie game. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's a good time. I'm trying... Because I have Hotline Miami 2, mm-hmm. but I don't want to play it until I beat Hotline Miami 1. Do you think... You don't want any spoilers? The story's going to require you finish the first one? Yeah. Okay, I think enough. so. I want to play... You know, I want to I want to do it right. I understand. But that game is so hard. It does look hard. What you showed me does look difficult. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, it's rough. Yeah, it's a good time, but it looks like a good time. Yeah, it's very graphically violent. I don't know if I care mm-hmm. for that. I, mean, I like it. Okay, it gets even it, it gets even weird, like more more weird and disturbing because it's like it won't you know you get there's these parts where you walk into a room and like because you wear these masks when you kill people and then there's like you walk into a, it's like a dream thing mm-hmm. and there's like these dead bodies and they have the masks on and they're like talking to you and like. All kinds of weird shit going on. Yeah, no thanks to that. And there's um, like hobos yelling at you. And... See, that reminds me of a lot of Manhunt. Hmm. See, that game was never, like, it was scary, but it was more, like, unsettling than anything else. Yeah, it was Whereas, kind of disturbing. Yeah, it was just disturbing. Especially when, like, you're hiding in the dark, waiting for somebody to come by so you can, like, fucking, you know, cut their head off and put it in a bag because you're going to need it later. Yeah. And you hear the little other enemy characters talking. Mm-hmm. Nothing good was said. Nothing of a friendly nature yeah. was communicated at that point. Yeah, they didn't have any like nice plans. No, there wasn't like, hey, now that we're free, 
Like, let's get out of here, man. Let's go. Let's go do something. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Jack in the Box or yeah, let's go to Jack in the Box and talk about the nonprofit we're gonna start. Yeah, let's go to Arby's and get a green meat sandwich uh, and like, talk or talk about you know why we should contribute more to our four hundred one k. Yeah, nothing like that. Nothing like that. It's always like, hey, do you want to go rape a hooker? Yeah. It, yeah. Can we kill her afterwards? Of course, buddy. Sweet. We just yeah. gotta find that one guy. You know, thanks. Yeah, let's find that guy first. We'll kill him. Do stuff on his corpse. And then we'll go do the hooker thing. How's that sound? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just disturbing. I remember with that game, there was also, um, there was a part of it that I didn't like that carried over also into The Last of Us. And it was, um, whenever a game lets you make a shiv, Mm -hmm. you know, you find like a, like an old set of like scissors Mm -hmm. and you make a shiv out of it. It's like one use. Yeah. You would think you'd be able to use it again. You would you would think so. Um, I never played The Last of Us, mm-hmm. so I would imagine that their rationale was in a post-apocalyptic, you know, thing, mm-hmm. that there would be limited supply. So as you're using your scissors to stab, thusly, yeah. they might break or get snagged or bend or become less useless. But in Manhunt, he's a hardened criminal. He can fashion a worthwhile, dependable ship. Yeah, that's just my my thought. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I thought with, you know, The Last of Us, they at least could just have it happen every once in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, let you use your shiv a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It might break. Good. But no, it's just one-time use. Mm-hmm. Is there is there guns in that game? Yeah. Is it limited ammo? Like, yeah. scarce ammo? Yeah. And plus, aren't the, the things, what are they called? The infected? Yeah. They're just referred to as the infected? Something like that. Okay. They're attracted to sound, right? Uh, yeah. Because the cordyceps fungus has kind of blocked their vision? Some of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whenever I see cosplay at Comic-Con of somebody, like, it happened right after the game came out. Somebody did, like, this sick cosplay of being one of the infected, and there's big old cordyceps thing across their face, mm-hmm. fungus. I was like, fuck every square inch of that. No, no thanks. I'm all set. Yeah. Because if in, in real life, you saw one of those things coming around, that's some scary shit. Mm-hmm. You can easily see how the world fell apart in, like, six days. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. But is that was a good game? It's a great game. Yeah. I'd like to play it again. Are they coming out with a little Last of Us remastered? They already did. Why can't they just make a new game? <clears throat> they probably are. I would hope so. <laughs> they gotta finish Uncharted whatever. Four? Four? Yeah. I, I at some point I was surprised they're doing an Uncharted four. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a it's like Halo. You know? Mm-hmm. Like you did the trilogy. Okay. Do something else. But then again, Halo 4 I really enjoyed. Destiny was a piece of shit. Yeah. And that was a gigantic ass letdown. Yeah. Um, and uh, looking forward to Halo 5 Guardians, and it's not just going to be a trilogy this time. They're saying, well, we're going to take as many games to tell the story as we need. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's because they know they're going to get that guaranteed Halo money. Just in the same way they know they're going to get that guaranteed Uncharted money. For sure. Uncharted has a lot of love online. Mm-hmm. A lot of love. Mm-hmm. You don't see many guys cosplaying as Nathan Drake anymore. You do see a lot of girls cosplaying as, um, was it gender swap, Nathan Drake? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that a lot of um, the demographic mm-hmm. probably already doesn't have the Nathan Drake physique. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why. So you think it, it, it holds them back? Yeah. Well, a lot of guys don't have the physique for Kratos, and I see a shitload of them at Comic Cons and games stuff. <laughs> Still. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, guy, 
You know how there's this big thing where, like, you should tell girls, you cosplay within your body shape. That works both ways. Right. Yeah, so you'll never see me in a Power Rangers outfit. Right. Unless I have the physique to go for it. Mm-hmm. If I'm, you know, 155, just shredded. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going as the Green Ranger. Watch. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. In my current state, nope. Things are going to be bulging that should not be bulging. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And I don't need a titty outline at any point in my day. <laughs> That's just going to ruin things for me. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I d- but I dig cosplay. I do too. I, I don't. Get... I don't dig it in the sense that I do it. Right. But I absolutely commend those that do. And I like the people who take the time to fabricate their own outfit. And to be honest, I just like saying that word fabricate. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my favorite words. Yeah. That and portcullis. Yeah, portcullis is good. Yeah. It's a dope word, right? Yeah. Never get to say it in a, in a regular conversation. Um. But yeah, the people that take the time to like fabricate the armor and the weapons and they go all out. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you weigh 200 pounds, go I, for it. I saw on Reddit mm-hmm. today, there was a picture of a, a girl cosplaying as Cassie Cage from the new Mortal Kombat's. Okay. And it's probably the first time I had ever seen a cosplay, like real life person, look better than the, their, their counterpart. Really? Yeah, I was like, wow, that's an attractive girl. Yes. And she fits totally, and the costume is great. What was the reaction on Reddit? I don't know, I didn't check. Are you ever afraid to click those links on Reddit? Sometimes. I'm always afraid to click on, like, the YouTube comments. Yeah. Like, if it's some dumb thing that I like, I'm like, oh, man, okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's see how bad it is. Right. And you click, and you're like, yep, this is, it's like, it's just a healthy mix of racism, like, in inbred stupidity. Mm-hmm. And I never comment on YouTube. Nor do I. I just, mm, can't. This is just arguments I don't feel like getting into. I agree with that, but it's just yeah. like, and the deeper down the YouTube hole you go, the worse it gets. Like, I, for some reason, I don't know why, but I end up watching this 14-minute video trying to explain how Joe Rogan is a Satanist. Because he does DMT and he goes on these, like, trips and he talks to, like, what he perceives to be interdimensional extraterrestrial beings mm-hmm. that are, like, guiding him on his spirit journey or whatever. Um, but the guy in this video called, I think it was the Vigilant Christian or something like that, was mm-hmm. talking about how um, those are actually satanic demonic forces that Joe Rogan is communicating with and he's under their spell, their thrall is a word he used. He used mm-hmm. the word thrall. Okay, that right there, big sign. Yeah. Um, and I just remember watching and then looking at the comments and just like the flame war that began. Yeah. Between people like defending Joe Rogan and and the people like, like the hardcore Christians who like really nice Christian posts, really nice Christian posts. Fuck your mother! I'm gonna find out where you live and murder you. Blah blah. It's like whoa, that that fell apart super fast. Yeah. And it always does. Yeah. I don't get that. Like, what is it about the internet that like all all pretenses of society just fall apart? Yeah, I don't know. Especially on YouTube. See, anonymity. You think? I think, yeah. It just allows people to be rude however they want without repercussion. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, and the funny part is, is that, like, some of them even take the anonymity out of it, and they just, like, don't even give a shit. Like, the what's even worse in the comments are, like, response videos. Ugh. Yes. And those are always pretty entertaining. And then you get, like, the response to the response and then it's just people, like, arguing long distance with their video cameras. Yeah. 
It's like, okay. But it's funny because, like, the, the internet, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff, like, it, it gives everyone a voice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not everyone needs a voice. I'm yeah. including myself possibly on that list. Yeah. I may not need a voice. I like to think I have some, you know, succinct and forthright things to say mm-hmm. that might contribute in some way to society. Mm-hmm. But when you've got a guy who is screaming about how much he loves being fat, that he doesn't care if he dies early because he's going to have fun while he's here. Mm-hmm. I think that's bad. Yeah. I think you're missing the point, sir. Like, no one's saying you have to be carved out of marble, but you want to be able to wipe your own ass, right? You would think. Because like, I saw this show the other night. It was, like, it was called My Weight is Killing Me. And I was slipping through the channel. I was like, well, I have to stop here. And so this guy, he was 600 plus pounds. Uh, yeah, like everywhere you looked, there was this dude. It was like one guy in the room, but it was wall to wall. And they had to weigh him on an industrial like scale, like uh, right. things they would use to weigh like a large animal. Right. Okay. So he needed like life saving surgery, and like they, they couldn't do. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't roll over on his own without like being in agonizing pain. They took like six or seven guys to lift him to put him on a gurney. And when they put him on the gurney, it was just like, ah, like metals, like no. Right. And then, yeah, it was just like the worst thing in the world. And I was just like, man, I, I just, I just want a, a, like, like a fucking protein shake and like maybe one egg white, and I'm going to bed because yeah. I need 13 hours of sleep to like get that out of my brain. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I did feel pretty thin. Yeah. So thanks, buddy. Yeah. I like that. Good on you. Yeah. It's always nice when someone, you know, just makes you feel better about yourself. And he didn't even know it. Yeah. He made my day better, and he's just, he's got no clue. Mm-hmm. I'll send him some cookies. I, because I don't know if he survived the surgery or not. Right. At the point, I gave up, and I was like, all right, I'm putting I'm something I'm sure on. he did. I'm sure he did, too. And he got down to, like, 400 pounds, and they're all, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Good job, buddy. <laughs> yeah, like, if I lose, like, 20 pounds, people are like, so... That guy loses 20 pounds. Oh, good for you. Wait, I did the same damn thing. Yeah. Like, but he's he's still going to die in like six minutes unless he loses more. I think at that weight, you probably would lose it really quickly. You, well. Like I, any sort of movement. Hit yourself. Ah, it's all. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, nice. Yeah, yeah um, I, I tend to watch shows like, I've, I've watched episodes of The Biggest Loser. Mm-hmm. And part of me is like, look, these guys aren't necessarily that fat. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. Like, if they're okay with who they are, like, that should be fine. Right. And part of me does feel that way. But the other part of me is like, you're going to die in, like, six years. Right. Like, you're going to have a massive heart attack or you're going to get severe diabetes. Like, you just, you need to take better care of yourself. Right. So that is, like, weird, like, <clears throat> internal argument where it's like, fuck them, leave them alone. They're fine. And the other part of me is like, fuck you, get on a treadmill. And I feel bad. Yeah. Well, I think standards have kind of changed. Because mm-hmm. as you may know, I I enjoy the, the old school hip hop. Yes. And uh, I don't know, I was watching a Fat Boys video the other day. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, you know what? Like, today, those guys would not be the Fat Boys. Those, they would be the totally average boys. Because <laughs> they're not that bad? Yeah, they're like pretty regular for these days. You think so? Yeah. How many years later is it from that video? Like 20, We're talking like 30. 88, 1985. So, 30 years? Yeah. How, and they're not all alive, are they? Uh, I think one of them died or something. Well, oh, so there's, there's still two? I think so. So it's like fat boys? 
Yeah. It's still the five boys. Yeah. There's not as many. Right. I feel, okay, well, that sucks. That that now they would be considered, like, the in-shape, out-of-shape guy? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, they're that, that skinny fat. Or is it like, is it... It's that, a skinny fat, that like you and I are. But like, was it like proportional, though? Yeah, for the most part. Nobody ever had just like a big gut, and that was it? Yeah. Because I used to have a roommate who, like, he was fat only in his stomach. Mm-hmm. Like, he had like a size 32 waist. Like, seriously, he could fit into a pair of 32, and like, they were big on him. But he had just a belly on him, and it was like his torso was just like... And then just like a, like a hard exit yeah. into his, his waist. Yeah. Oh, as I understand, this is your waist... That's not your waist. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. This is your waist, where your belt goes. Yeah. That, to me, is your waist. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And he had a very short torso. Mm. So, like, it was more pronounced than anything else. So he's an odd-looking fella. He, he, he wasn't fat, but he was shapes. Right. Like, he was skinny legs, and mm-hmm. then just, you know, just flesh. Right. So, it's like, he had side 32 pants, which is a skinny pant. Mm-hmm. And then extra, extra large shirts at all times. Right. And I was like, I don't understand what's happening. Like, what you're... The physics of you don't make sense. Yeah. How come your legs haven't, like, caved in on themselves? But I can't say shit. Really had, like, really strong legs. I bet you... <laughs> yeah. If I ever saw him in shorts, his legs were just all, like, veiny and ripped weird. up. Yeah. Look like Hugh Jackman in The Wolverine. Yeah. When he's chopping down that tree and every vein in his upper body is just like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Mm. Fat Boy. I haven't thought about those guys. In... I remember watching the Fat Boys movie. Yeah. When, like, they've been eating super healthy for a long time. Mm. And for, like, six hours for them. And then they find the stash of, like, all the good food, like the Oreos. Like that. I remember being Kim, like, that would be the greatest room on earth to find. Yeah. And what a cool house. Remember, like, they <laughs> I remember the other movie, they have Uzis. Mm-hmm. And they're draped in bullets, yeah. and none of those bullets go to Uzi. <laughs> they're carrying like 308 rounds, and the, the Uzi, remember, correctly fires 45? Something like that. Yeah, and there's like, like none of, even as a kid, it's like, that's not gonna work. What are you doing, dude? Right. You know, I was watching, because uh, they did a song for one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Okay. And it was like a video that they made, and they're in this old spooky house, running around, and like Freddy Krueger's chasing them around the house. Does Freddy Krueger catch him, and he just wants to rap with them? No, I don't think that ever happens. Okay. Speaking of Nightmare on Elm Street, do you know they're going to remake it again? Are they? Yeah. They need to stop. They sure do. Who's going to play him now? I don't know. They'll probably bring England back. How? Dude, he's... I'm sorry. He's in his late 60s? Yeah, but you know he'll do it. They just throw the makeup on him, so it doesn't well, I know he'll do it, because he could probably use the paycheck. Right. And, and who amongst us couldn't? But still, it's like, guys... It doesn't need a remake. Yeah. How about you think of something else? Think of something new. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got movies like what the guy who made the the Babadook. Yeah. What's he up to? I'm sure he has a plethora of ideas. I'm Give sure he's probably one. working on something. I would hope so. He's working on the Babadookie, part two. <laughs> the Babadook. It is a strange title. Yeah, Australia. What are you gonna do? Hey, they gave us Mad Max. They did. Supposedly, and I didn't know this, I don't know if you knew this, there was supposed to be um, two sequels to Fury Road. Mm-hmm. The Wasteland, which is the actual Mad Max sequel. Mm-hmm. And then Furiosa with Charlize Theron. Okay. As her own story, her own standalone movie. Right. She might not be back for him. 
Hmm. I kind of bummed me out. That seems like a bad move on, on her part. On her part, yes. I just think it's because her and Tom Hardy didn't get along while they were filming. Really? That's what I had heard and that's what I would read. I read in a... Well... So what? You know what I mean. So what? Lots of people didn't get along. Like, uh, okay, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And uh, was it Ray Winstone? Okay. On um, The Departed? Yeah. They did not get along. Okay. And they were fucking fantastic together. Yeah. You know? I, I kind of feel like Jack Nicholson probably doesn't get along with most people. I think it, when you're at that age and you're fueled mostly on cocaine and memories... Yeah. Like, you're, yeah, you're going to be... You're a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. That would be my guess. Yeah. Because he is. He's, like, 89 years old. Yeah. And at any point, I think for, like, breakfast, he has, like, an egg, oatmeal, and just, like, a straight eight ball. Probably. Like, to this day. Like, right yeah, now, he's and doing he's, cocaine. He's probably always been that way, though. Because even, like, his early movies, mm-hmm. you could tell that he knows he's Jack Nicholson. You think so? Before he was even Jack Nicholson. You, you think Cuckoo's I mean? Nest? Yeah, Cuckoo's Nest. Mur- McMurphy's runner eyes, like, I'm just Jack Nicholson. See, Fuck he it. knows. He knows. He's like... I guess, but, like, then I look at, like, Chinatown, mm-hmm. and he's very subdued. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So do you think at that point he's like, I'm Jack Nicholson? Yeah. Hmm. He's like, I'm going to actually act this time. <laughs> but see, not everybody can pull that off. Like, Steve McQueen can pull that off. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm Steve McQueen. Yeah. No problem. And he would Steve McQueen his way through a movie. Like The Getaway. Yep. And he was Bullet, right? Yep. I miss Steve McQueen. Yeah. Do you know his grandson is on The Vampire Diaries? Really? Yep. And his name is Stephen R. McQueen. Hmm. Right? Okay. Crazy. Oh, I wanted to ask you a question. All right. I don't know if we've discussed this on the podcast or not, but I'm going to ask you again anyway. Did you see the makeup for Apocalypse? Yeah. Isn't it fucking terrible? Yeah, it's kind of weird. They just gave him old guy face. They he looks like Ivan Ooze from yeah. Power Rangers. Yeah, the movie. Mm-hmm. That's immediately I thought, I'm like, why? Wow, he's just yeah. missing the fucking the chin dick. Yeah, yeah, he's just blue old guy face. Yeah, it looks awful. Yeah. And then uh, you got Olivia Munn. She looks great. You think so? Yeah. I find that odd for you to say because we, we've discussed her before, and you have said before that you don't find her very attractive. No, that's that was not me. I'm pretty sure it was. We had the, it was the Olivia Munn, Summer Glau, Megan Fox debate of like 2008. Mm-mm. Yeah, huh? You said not, that you don't find not, Summer Glau attractive. No, I don't find Summer Glau attractive. Because you feel like she's got a nine head. Yeah. She's just got a giant forehead. No, it's not. She's just she's she's odd looking. She looks like she was just born. <laughs> so she looks like a potato with arms. Yeah. No, she don't. She's right. attractive. Her face is is fetal. Mm, I'm gonna go ahead and agree to disagree because uh nope she's she's pretty darn attractive. Mm-mm. Just as uh, I, I I do believe Megan Fox is pretty darn attractive. Hang on, Megan Fox was attractive before she got a fucking just she just dove into a pile of plastic surgery. Yeah, which I don't understand. She yeah. was hot, and yeah. then now I'm like, you look like you look yeah. like someone took your face and stretched it across a knee. Yeah, you're like that's the look I want. Yeah, so early on when she would hide her toe thumbs. And she, before all the plastic surgery, look, why didn't she get some plastic surgery on her toe thumbs? <laughs> I knew that was coming. Was Instead funny. of all over her face. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like her toe thumbs. I bet you she's a, a, the bomb in video games. Yeah, maybe. She, she can hit two buttons at once, no problem. Because sometimes you're all, eh, she's like, I don't know. Or it could go the other way. She's just terrible. 
Nah, I'm gonna believe it. Plus, I bet you she, she when she's <clears throat> firing a gun, that's an extra stability because mm-hmm. her thumb comes out to like what right here probably. Give or take. Yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, Olivia Munn does look good in the Psylocke costume. She does, because I think Olivia Munn is very attractive. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. I, I think she, she is attractive, although I don't know. Remember a few years back when all that stuff came out, all those sex pictures mm-hmm. she was sending to Chris Pine? Mm-hmm. About that he owned her ass? Mm-hmm. She's a good egg. She is. She's a champion. Yeah. But part of it was like, oh, you're dirty, and I know it now. But yeah, I think all I always kind of knew. Really? Yeah. I can't tell that. Like with Jennifer Lawrence, never would have thought. But yeah. she's a good egg. Yeah. No, because Olivia Munn was like, like when she was on uh, Attack of the Show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, she'd be eating wieners like in like one bite? Yeah. Like they'd be like hang, you know, hanging them from the ceiling or whatever. She was just like, ah. Yeah. Like you could tell there was some freak in her. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. But then I realized that she could actually act when she was on the newsroom. Yes, she was very good in that. So it was like, huh, sweet. She was in some other things that she was good in. Yeah. I can't think of them right now, yeah. but I'm sure. And let's be honest. Who amongst us wouldn't send dirty pictures to Chris Pine if he asked? You would. If he asked? Yeah. Like, well, okay. It's your afternoon. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is you're trying to do with it. but <laughs> like, I just want to picture of your balls. All right, Piney, hey. give me a couple of minutes. Okay. Whatever gets through the day, Kirk. Do. I don't know. But I've always felt like I felt that way about like, you know, like computer webcams or like, like the Connect. You know, people are like, someone could hack it and look in your living room and you'd be you'd be sitting there in your underwear playing Xbox and they'd know. I'm like, okay, so. If that's what you want to see, good luck to you. They want to look at me in my underwear. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, that's the weirdest fetish I've ever heard. It's a very specific fetish, too. Yeah. Um, but, like, Twitch is pretty much the same thing, isn't it? Like, if you forget to turn Twitch off... Well, it depends. With Twitch, like, you don't ha- you don't have to have, like, a video feed of yourself. It could just be... You could just have the, you know, you playing the game. But what if you are using your Xbox for, say, nefarious purposes of watching a porn DVD? Because you're the last person in America that has porn on the DVD. And you don't get it free off the internet like everyone else. I think, I, I mean, I don't know, but I'm sure there's like, because they have the thing that pops up on the side for like Twitch. Mm-hmm. Like you're broadcasting and, hmm. so you'd know. You'd know you're still on? Yeah. Okay. Because I don't, I've never been on Twitch. Right. I think I've seen it a couple times, but uh I don't, I don't know exactly if you could just leave it on. It's like, I'm going to go about my day here, and then people hear you farting, and you leave the bathroom door open, and people hear you taking a painful shit or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying, like... I think it'd probably be easier to do on the computer. To hack in through somebody's webcam? No, to accidentally leave it on. Twitch? Yeah. Because you can do it through your laptop, too? Yeah. Hmm. That's where it started. Really? Yeah. Most people do it through their computer. And see, the only reason I know anything about Twitch is because you talked about it, and then I heard the Joe Rogan podcast talking about it. Yeah. And uh, I looked into it a little bit. People are generating some crazy revenue. Hmm? Oh, yeah, and I saw this trailer the other day. I've been playing Angry Birds 2. Okay. On my old telefono. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's fun. Vast improvement over the original, which was just insanely difficult at times. Right. Um, there's a movie called Smosh. 
Okay. And it's 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 based on the YouTube channel Smosh. Yeah, Smosh, yeah. Yeah, those guys have like over a billion pay, uh, video views. Mm, yeah. So they're rich, right? I would imagine so. Yeah. They're extraordinarily wealthy. Yeah, I would imagine so. They're probably right. I think they're like right under PewDiePie as far as like popularity. And then Markiplier is extraordinarily wealthy as well, right? Yeah. And out of that group, mm-hmm. Markiplier is probably the only one I watch. Really? I watch Markiplier and I watch Jacksepticeye, which I think he's now like kind of right under Markiplier. And Jacksepticeye is the guy from Ireland, right? Yeah. And he's got a thick Irish accent, right? Yeah. Okay. It's he's got a he's got a good brogue. Yeah, because I watched Markiplier and he's doing a Hey Let's Play or whatever. Mm. I'm like, what are you? Why are you screaming so much? Am I just too old? You, just, you think Mark Player screams too much fucking PewDiePie. That's like all he does. Why would you name yourself PewDiePie? I don't know. He's like Swedish pew, or pew, something. Pew, right? I don't know. I, I can't. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm at the point where it's like, if I don't see something like written and acted, like, I'm. It's real hard for me to put up with this. Yeah. Like, see, Smosh does that. They do, like. They do scripted shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. S- sketches and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Which, that I can get behind. Yeah. But like just seeing, and, and to be fair though, I you know I love the Rad Brad. I think he's great on YouTube because he doesn't scream. Right. There's times when he's like, "Oh no, bitch!" Like that. Then I'm like, "Ah, that's funny." He's yeah. like, "Yeah, we've all had that reaction." Yeah. Would you be like, ah, ah, and then it cuts back to you just playing the game normally? No, dude. Uh, I was like, I I want to stab your face with a soldering iron. Yeah. I don't. I just you know like those those guys like if you don't like the screaming like Markiplier, Jacksepticeye. Mm-hmm. Like, watch their stuff that isn't horror games. Okay. And I think most of that stuff's pretty... They're, it's a put-on. You know, they're not really... They don't really act that way. Okay. okay. No, I understand that. I understand that it's an act, and you know, they're, just, they're pretending. But still, it's like, it's it's a lot to get to get through. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. It's tough. But I watched weird shit on YouTube the other day. Like, for some reason, I wanted to listen to Tarzan Boy. Okay. While I was doing the dishes. All right. So I'll put it on. And then halfway through, I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is the <laughs> dumbest fucking song that's ever been written. But it was big back in the 80s. Yeah. I wonder if that guy's still making Tarzan Boy money. Probably. Because every so often you hear it pop up in a movie, mm-hmm. or you see it in a commercial. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. But you know what? I don't know if you've seen this commercial. You probably haven't, because you don't watch much actual TV. Yeah. But they were using Should I Stay or Should I Go for like a ho- Exactly. For a hotel chain. And the people are talking... And they're like, you know, the reunion's coming up. It's going to be a blast. And then the next scene is this guy. He's like, but I really don't want to relive my past. And it's like, ah, come on. This is exactly what they were against. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. It's, it's like when you see those, uh, those Caribbean cruise commercials and fucking Iggy Pop comes on. Yeah. Like, Iggy. But in all fairness, hey. he's he's like, oh sure, yeah, you're right. I sold out, and he's literally drying his tears with hundred dollar bills. Yeah, he made a ton of money off of that. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's just like this music meant something to me, guys. Could you not? Could you not shit all over its face? Thank you. Yeah. Well, we're getting to be about that age where it begins. I, I was listening to 102.5, which 102.5 here in town is like the the classic rock station. And they played Pearl Jam 
and Nirvana back to back on the class. It's not classic rock. It's not. It is now. No, it's not. I'm sorry, but it's not. Classic rock is still Led Zeppelin, The Who, The Clash to a certain extent. The mm-hmm. Beatles is a classic rock. Um, Rolling Stones. Did I say Led Zeppelin? Yeah. Okay. Um, but that was see that was classic rock when we were in high school. Yeah, and it still is. It's not. What is it now? Ancient rock. It's still classic rock. Just the classic rock gets bigger. Because you think that that amount of time, mm-hmm. the amount of time from when those bands, you know, were there, and then they became classic rock, right? Teenagers. Mm-hmm. And then where we are now, it's like the same amount of time. Uh, you know what I mean? No, it makes me so sad. <laughs> it's not classic rock. We're not old. We're not, actually. No. We're not old. No. We're in our 30s. Yeah. It's not old. <clears throat> We're in our prime. Yeah, bitches. I don't, yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah. It makes me mad. I'm in a prime. Yeah. Fuck you guys. I'm sorry, I don't mean that. Just, you know. Turn 34, you have quite a few gray hairs. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it happens. It happens. I think it's more of a stress thing than an age thing. Okay, I like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I'm not, I'm not old. I've just been through some shit. Yeah. Okay. I can, that, that's my new line. I'm not old. Was, I've seen some shit. Yeah. Fair enough. I can live with that. Not old. Experienced. Yeah, experienced, yes. Well seasoned. Yeah. If, if you will. Yeah. Like a tough steak. So, before we go any further, mm-hmm. I want to talk about the fact that the new Fantastic Four movie is coming out. Yeah. Okay, this is, this is, we're recording this on Thursday, August 6th. Okay. So, Fantastic Four comes out tomorrow? No, it comes out tonight. The tonight, early advanced yeah. showings of, at like 8 and then 10 and I think midnight or like maybe like something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all the advanced reviews... And I say advanced reviews of people who, like, you know, critics who were allowed to see the movie the day before it came out, because normally they, they have the premiere weeks in advance. Right. Have been overwhelmingly negative. Yeah. And that makes me so happy. I'm, I, when I first heard who they were cast this week, I'm like, this is going to be a giant piece of shit, and I can't wait to be right. Not for a second mm-hmm. did I actually ever believe it was going to be good. There may have been times I said, well, you know what, I'll hold out hope, I'll see what it is. Okay. No, in my deep, black, awful, inky heart... I knew it was going to suck. Yeah. And I'm so happy to see that it does. It makes me... It fills me with joy. Now, is it because of your irrational hatred of Miles Teller? First of all... Or is there more to that? Number one, no. And number two, my hatred of Miles Teller is not irrational. It is well thought out and educated and completely valid. Okay? Okay. I don't think you can make... I don't think you can make that call having not seen Whiplash. Okay, but I will say I've seen Miles Teller in several other movies... And he stunk up the joint and all, every single one of them. Wow. Yeah, like, um, in both the Divergent movies, guess what character he plays? Smug douche. Okay. In, in, a, in a, that awkward moment, his first film that he co-starred in with uh, Michael B. Jordan, who plays Johnny Storm the Flash in, in, in Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. guess which character he plays? The smug douche. Okay. Okay. He's in this movie called The Spectacular Now. The smug douche. It's bananas. All right. Yeah, he's an asswipe. Okay. Okay, but 
You need to still need to see Whiplash. Okay, but I no, and I'll see it for J.K. Simmons. You need to see that movie. It's a I good will, movie. It's, I'll watch it. I, yeah, you at need some, to have that in your life. At some point, I will be like, yeah, I experienced it. But I think at this point, as much as you've talked it up, I'm gonna it my my viewing experience will come in and you're just like, yeah, this is great, and I'm just here all, yeah, it's alright. Like you're jumping off a parade float, shooting confetti cannons in the air for this movie. And I was like, all right then. I just think this is you know out of all the garbage that comes out. Yes, and there's quite a ton of it. It's um, it's a movie that's not a comic book movie. And it's very, very good. Okay, I will watch it. I will, because it's on my Netflix queue, and right now I have Birdman, and I have Dom Hemingway to watch. Dom Hemingway's this British gangster flick that uh, Jude Law did. All right. Anytime I hear British gangster flick, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, so... Fantastic Four. All the reviews that I've read, mm-hmm. and I will admit, I read six. Mm-hmm. I was going to read four just to be cheeky, but uh, I ended up reading six of them. And uh, basically the thing is is that there's not really any cohesion with the story. Mm -hmm. It kind of like, it leaves you with a very underwhelming feeling. Um, Doctor Doom looks like shit. Like it's just the way they did the story is stupid. Um, The special effects, the visuals are amazing. Mm -hmm. Like it looks like, it's visually it's a stunning movie. Mm -hmm. But that you can barely call it Fantastic Four. I also have heard that. The, the reason they're calling it the Fantastic Four is because of the thing, and there's four of them. Right. It could have been... Yeah, and I heard something to the effect of... Uh, spoilers, I guess. But, like, Sue Storm doesn't even go with them to the... Bas- yeah, basically, okay, spoilers. Um, so, Reed and Ben have been friends since they were kids. Yeah. And, they're... and I also heard that they put little little scars on the little kid's face for young Reed mm-hmm. that match up with Miles Teller's face scars? Yes. They, that's, that's ridiculous. Um, because at no point in the intervening years could the kid have been scarred up. But Which means I'm like, okay, how bad was he abused? Yeah, right. <laughs> but basically, they were trying to build a teleporter, or like a functional teleporter. Mm-hmm. That's like their thing they're working on. Eventually they do make one, right. which attracts the attention of the, uh, the Baxter Foundation, mm-hmm. which is run by Sue Storm's adopted father, uh, something storm and right. then his son is johnny and then sue was adopted right which explains why he's black as you like that's what i figured yeah which again that argument is completely baseless because yeah, it's michael b jordan that kid can act his ass off yeah. um, and so they using the teleporter they they're able to determine the government that they're able to open a portal into another dimension right and they call this planet planet zero i believe okay because as you would um so they're going to send a team of explorers in there. And at this point, Dr. Doom is back working with them, but he's not like, he's, they don't call him Doctor yet. Mm-hmm. They, they mostly call him Victor, I would assume, like in every other iteration. Or of, like Mr. Doom. He hasn't earned the Doctor yet. I don't know if he's Mr. Doom or... Professor Doom. Could be Professor Doom. Juris Doctorate Doom. Right. Master's Degree Doom. Um, but uh, he's all in love with Sue. Mm-hmm. And so... He agrees to come back to the project to help them with the teleporter and all this shit. And then when when they all find out that they're sending a different team of astronauts or whoever into this through the dimensional gateway, mm-hmm. Reed and all his little buddies are all hang on a minute. So they decide, as you would, to steal the teleporter the night before. Okay. And uh, they they go through. 
But at the last, Victor tries to, like, um, they find that this other world's full of, like, crazy substances. Mm-hmm. And so at the last second, Victor tries to bring a sample back, and that's when everything goes kablooey. And then at that point, they they crash back, and Sue and everybody, by the explosion, are given their powers. Because Sue doesn't go to the other planet. She stays behind. And they leave Victor Von Doom behind. Okay? So they come back, and the government's like, oh, shit, they all have powers. And so they start testing with them, and then Reed escapes for a year. And, like, trying to find a cure for his change. Mm-hmm. And then they, uh, in that time, Sue, Johnny, and Ben all become government agents. They become government assets, and they get missions and shit. Because if you have a person that can engulf himself in flame and go fly around and blow shit up, you're going to use him. That's not the story of Fantastic Four. Um, right. But they leave Doctor Doom behind. Right. And so, at that point, he, during the explosion and being left, he fuses with his spacesuit. Yeah. Which, that's why he has that face. Yeah. Because for some reason, a green cloak and a metal mask to cover his disfigurement is extraordinarily too difficult. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they bring Reed back to help them fight, to work on the project and do stuff. And then they they bring Doom back. Right. Well, so so his year away, is that... Maybe that's to explain how, like, because, you know, Sue's like, you're like a thing. And he's like, I guess that's my name. And then it's like, he's a torch. He's like, I guess I turned invisible and I'm a visible girl. And then, like, Reed comes back a year later. He's like, I'm Mr. Fantastic. Uh, I think shit he... is fantastic. <laughs> no, I think he grows his dick long. Mm-hmm. And then Michael B. Jordan's all, that is fantastic. He's like, okay, I'm Mr. Fantastic. And that's, I think, how he gets the name I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, they bring Doom back, and then Doom escapes to try to destroy the world, because mm-hmm. he's clearly gone insane, as you would. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they fight, and they save the day. And once again, uh, Doom is killed. Of course. Because, for some reason, Fox does not understand that you need to keep your villains alive. Yeah. Sony had that problem with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They were murdering the shit out of his out of his rogues gallery. Yeah. So. Yeah, Fantastic Four just sucked a giant pile of balls, according to what I've read. Yeah. Now I may see it and be like, you know what, they're all wrong. I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. And I guess they're gonna um, they're gonna do a live action uh, X Men show TV show. You heard about this? No, it's news to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I know about that. Did we talk about the Deadpool trailer? No. Okay. Did you watch it? I did. What did you think? I thought it looks pretty good. Doesn't it? Yeah. I'm pretty excited. It actually looks like it's going to be fun. Yeah. And I, I even liked the, the trailer for the trailer. I enjoyed the trailer for the trailer. I like the fact that Conan O'Brien is going along with this. Mm-hmm. And they're promoting, like he had, Deadpool was giving him a back massage. Mm-hmm. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. Very gross to watch. But a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that Ryan Reynolds is having a blast doing yeah. this. Yeah. And also ripping on, like, his other... Green Lantern? Green Lantern, and then and also, last time, Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, even Hugh Jackman has come out and been like, yeah, that movie sucked. Yeah. And we didn't do what we were supposed to do. And they didn't. Yeah. And there, I was watching it, it was on FX the other day, and I was flipping around. And there's a scene where he's standing in the bathroom checking out his claws. Mm-hmm. And it it's such shitty CGI. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, this is ridiculous, guys. He's just like... And in one scene, they're out to here, and they're fucking that wide. 
And the next scene, they're, like, out to here, and they're this wide. I'm like, God, you guys didn't even fucking try. Yeah. Like, what is going on? No, the only really good part of that movie is, like, the beginning montage of, like, him and Sabretooth through the ages. Yes. Like, that part was really good. And then Ryan Reynolds, like, at the like the beginning bit, he's good. Mm. He's, when they assault the... African dictator? Yeah. Um, I, I thought... No, that was shitty, too. I enjoyed the fight between Wolverine and Sabretooth um, right after Wolverine fought Gambit. Mm. Yeah, that sounds right. It was short, but it was good. Yeah. Um, I don't like the fact that, uh, you know, they fought on top of a nuclear reactor. Yeah. The most impractical place on Earth to fight. Um, and I didn't like the fact that at one point Wolverine turns to Sabretooth and he's all, Back to back! I'm like, oh my god, what's going on in this movie? Like, you guys, yeah. who wrote that? I was like, yes, yeah, gold. Like, I'm not the world's best writer, but damn, I could have written a better Wolverine movie than that. Right. I always hated the uh, the bit when he's fighting Gambit, mm-hmm. and like he's uh, Gambit's climbing up the ladder, mm-hmm. and it's like falling down. And Wolverine's just... And he's just chopping it away. Because it's the longest ladder in the history of the world, too. And it's so... It's, again, just shitty CGI. Mm-hmm. But I did like the fact that he used his staff to cause an explosion. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. I didn't yeah. like the way he threw his cards, because he didn't throw them. He just put his hand out, and they're all... Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm, I'm excited to see what Channing Tatum brings to the role. I think he's going to do well. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Because he seems pretty, pretty serious. I wonder if we're going to see the... Infamous uniform. The trench coat, the purple body armor, and the spandex. Uh, and those boots, which are inexplicable yeah, to this day. The, it goes up, like, it's kind of a headband, but it's attached. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's all one piece, like, here. And then his ears, for some reason, stick out. And then it's the neck. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll enjoy it. Yeah. Maybe we'll just have it for, like, a minute. It'd be awesome if he puts it on, he's like, No. And then the, the whole audience, ah, ha, 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 he gets it. Where he, like, puts it on, and then, like, gets to do a fight, and then, like, all the bad stuff comes off. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, he's like, like, okay. Yeah, this will work. Let's just keep it like this. We don't need to fix it. Okay, fair enough. Something. Something a little more organic, because they're already doing that with, like, because, um, like, with Deadpool. Mm-hmm. His uniform looks awesome. It does. I'm not 100%. His head looks a little big. Yeah, but, but his head looked bigger in the comics. I'm not. I'm not big with the, his eyes move. You know when he talks with emotion and like they get bigger and they get smaller and he squints and the eyes like I don't. I don't like that. Um, I'm okay with it because. That's I know what, how it goes in the comics. I understand that. <laughs> Excuse me, but in some of the Spider-Man stories, his mask does the same thing, and then other artists can draw it where it's like it's fabric guys. It's not alive. Yeah. You know. So that's that's just where I'm at with it. But I'm super excited for Deadpool. I'm super excited for Gambit. Yeah. And I'm so happy that the Fantastic Four is going to bomb. Yeah. Because I mean, then it's like, okay, can you just give them the rights back to Marvel now? Please? Mm-hmm. Although, try and hold on to it as long as I can. Having said that, I did like Rise of the Silver Surfer in parts. I like the fact that it was the Silver Surfer. Because that's pretty bad. The Silver Surfer... <laughs> The, the actual Silver Surfer was pretty legit. And I like that it was voiced by Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Because he's like that suave Morpheus voice. He was like, yeah, I'm from the galaxy. What's up? Yeah. And Sue Storm's like, fuck you, Reed. I'm fucking whatever that is. Um, 
but then I did like when Doctor Doom bonded with the board, mm-hmm. and he like took on a Silver Surfer like appearance. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. But then I also liked when um, the end fight between Johnny Storm and Doctor Doom, when Johnny had everybody's powers mm-hmm. through the power cosmic. Mm-hmm. He got Reed's stretchy powers, and he was you know like the thing, and he was on fire, and he could force fields and shit like that. I thought that was cool. Yeah. It's like if you guys could take that stuff. And put it in a better movie, that'd be great. Or, make a Silver Surfer movie. Yeah. Have him fight Galactus. He starts off as Norrin Rad. His people die. And he's like, I don't want to live like this anymore. And Galactus is like, well, check this out. They make their deal and he becomes his herald. He's riding his fucking surfboard across the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't do that? I'll sign up for that shit right now. Yeah, I think Silver Surfer movie is... I think it's gonna be, would be like a little too over people's heads. People would be like, what the fuck is going on? Unless it was, like, deep comic book fans. Yeah. Because, like, you know, we know the Silver Surfer story. Right. I know his real name. Yeah. Just, I just know it. Right. Like, do you know the name of Moon Knight, his real name? No. Mark Spector. Cool. No. It's not good that I know that. I can't do fractions. Right. But But I know... Yeah, but, you know, we live in Jetson's times, and there are calculators in our pockets. We don't live in Jetson's times yet. The ground is still habitable. We're getting, we're getting pretty close. Um, but I, you know, but we, when we were kids, you know, back when we were learning those terrible things, our teachers were like, "You, you need to learn it because mm-hmm. you're not gonna have a calculator with you everywhere you go." Wrong, bitch. Yeah. My tricorder has a yeah, fucking. Yeah, like everybody has one in their pocket at all times. I also have the internet in my pocket at all times, so yeah. you can just. I don't even need to use a calculator. I can just. Yeah. There's my answer. And it gives me the work. Yeah. See, how great would that be to go back and be like, hey, Tubby, come here. And give little me my, my iPhone. I'm like, hey, don't break this fucking thing, but just start pushing in the numbers mm-hmm. onto the Google. What's Google? Shut up. Right. Listen to me. Just do that and you'll pass every test. Right. Okay, I gotta go. My town portal is collapsing. See, that, but that wouldn't work, though, because then the Google network wouldn't be there. Oh, there'd be no Wi-Fi. Yeah. See, Fuck. that's... A, you know, I was watching a thing uh, the other day... Good point. ...where people were talking about... I don't know if you remember a few years back, like, uh, someone was watching, like, a Charlie Chaplin DVD or something, mm-hmm. and in the background I noticed this lady, like, walking by, and it looked like she was on a phone... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking and about. Everybody's yeah. like freaking out. She's like, she's a time traveler. She's on a cell phone. Like, who is she talking to? There were no cell towers back then. And, guys, even if she's on a cell phone in that time, calling going through. Yeah. There was no Verizon. There was no Sprint. Yeah. Unless you would think that if she had the power to, time travel, the power to, ta- to travel through time back to that point, they'd have figured out the communication issues as well. Right. Because you have to be in contact with your people who are in the past. Yeah, maybe. So, I mean, if she was a time traveler, she would be a time traveler from the future. From our future. Yeah. She would have to be. I mean, if it was like a quantum leap kind of thing, and she was talking to Ziggy. Or she had the Ziggy. I'm not talking about quantum leap. It still makes me sad. Yeah. He never made it home. He never did. Fucking Al, like, abandoned him. And he's like, went off and got married and shit, and... Yeah. Fucking asshole. And Sam was just bibbing and bobbing around. Mm-hmm. Then he died. Yeah. Until he died. Yeah. He did some shit. Maybe, maybe he killed himself. 
Nah, he's too strong for that. He got into some kind of accident. He's too strong for that. I imagine he, like, did that thing one last time, and then he was like, that was it. You know what's funny is I saw a clip on YouTube the other day from a quantum leap. This reminds me of it. And it's when he leaped into the guy who had Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And on a national television show in prime time in the 80s, he was like, oh, I'm retarded. <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> For like a good 20 minutes. I'm like, you can't do that these days. Yeah. You know what fucking trouble you get in? Yeah. Like, I can say retarded, retarded on the podcast because we don't, we're not beholden any standards. Right. But for him to get away with that back in the day, I applaud you. Scott well, and that was around the time when they had uh, Captain Archer. That one show that had the Down Syndrome kid on 30 something. No, um, no, no, no. Uh, oh, it was a kind of, it was Corky. His name was Corky. What was that show called? And it was, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but it wasn't 30 something. I know what show you're talking about. It was like that. Yeah, it was like this 80s sitcom show. No, it was, an, it was like an hour long drama. Yeah, it was a drama. Yeah. It was like, give me a stroke or something like that. It was, um, because they, because they used the, the Beatles song for the, uh. Life Goes On. Life Goes On, yeah. Was that it? Yeah. That's the name of the show? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and it was Tom Bosley and he was like a preacher or some shit, right? So, I don't know. Yeah, but they had Corky and, and uh, he was, um, first of all. If you have a kid who's a bit downy, don't name him Corky. Yeah. Ben, James, Scott, any one of those names are fine. If you name him Thing, or Buddy, or Guy, you didn't even even try. You like you want to sport? Chief. (laughs) Yeah. My son Chief. I'm like, yeah, Yeah, I bet. Scout. Yeah. He's just a bad person. (laughs) And I'm even worse for laughing. They wanted us to laugh. Yeah. They wanted us to laugh. Yeah. So, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Quantum Leap. Because <laughs> yeah. then we just got off on the retard train. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I couldn't believe that they actually did that. But yeah. it's still a great show. Yeah. You know, they were uh, they were pushing the envelope sometimes on uh, Quantum Leap. They were. They really did try. I remember it used to come out on the Sci-Fi Channel mm-hmm. in the mornings. Yeah. Like, uh, during the summer times. I'd yeah. be home, and it's like... Well, I'm going to watch two hours of sightings and get scared. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to watch three hours of Quantum Leap and feel better about things. Right. And that's what I would do. Uh, did you see there? Somebody put up this picture of... It's like 20-sided die. Mm-hmm. And uh, on one side, on one side it's like were or shark or, you know, eagle or just like a bunch of random, like, animal creatures. And on the other side it's like tapoid or tapus or a wolf or, you know, just like weird, like, you know. NATO, shit like that. Right. And it's the two die, and it's up on random things, and it's, like, all sci-fi. Imagine later. Like, we'll get it at some point. Right. I was like, that's exactly right. Yeah. They don't even fucking try. Yeah. Didn't they used to have a, a deal with the Asylum? I think they still do. When they... Because they made Rock Monster, right? Yeah. And they make all the, like, Sharknado and... Yeah, and they make the Mockbusters. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised they didn't make one for Jurassic World. Like, instead of Jurassic Park, it would be, like, Dinosaur Forest? They might have. Really? Because, yeah. you know, they made Transmorphers, right? Yeah. I've seen that movie. It's bad. Yeah. It is... It oh, all of those are... It's just... bad. It's grim. Yeah. Because they crank them out in an afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, whatever. Like, if you're writing the script, they're like, it's been two weeks. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm... it's only been two weeks. It's way too long. Yeah. I, I needed this, like, six days ago. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, because we got it. We're shooting that thing 
in like 10 minutes. We're all here. He's like, everybody's going to Joe's house in half an hour to start shooting this go, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, again, all respect to them. They hustled and got a, a pretty sweet deal with yeah. Sci-Fi Channel. But they're making dog shit. Yeah. Well, you know, but the thing about the asylum is, like, they have never, ever lost money on a movie. How could they? If you may, if you spend six dollars making a movie and the rental is like seven dollars, that's an instant profit right there. Yeah. So I would love to see what one of the budgets on one of those one of those movies are. <laughs> they're all two point five million. How? Where? Well, maybe now. Now they're doing Sharknado. Yeah. Well, someone's got to pay for Tara Reid's plastic surgery and vodka bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, that girl's a hot mess. I know we talk a lot of shit, but it's yeah. all in good fun. I mean, come on. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, I'm not lying. I will say this, though. Ian Zaring is in his 50s, mm-hmm. and that dude is shredded. Yeah. He's, like, in good shape. Yeah. So I can't make fun of Ian Zaring because he can beat me up. I think. But, Tara Reid, I can make fun of her all I want. Yeah. Because I remember back during the American Pie days, it was like... Yeah. The chick who gets naked, Nadia. Mm-hmm. And then her character, and then... The chick from Buffy, Allison Hannigan. And then there was a steady decline after that. Yeah. She was like the second hottest in that movie, right? Yeah. And now it's just like, oh my god. How much of your blood is actually blood? And not like fucking just moonshine and yeah. cigarettes. You poor, poor thing. Yeah, well, because then she had, didn't she have that like, she had, like botched plastic surgery on her like, breasticles? Well, there was that. Like turned them into like, like and I sacks think, of like pancakes and yeah. dog food. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it was weird. It was like, one was up here, yeah. and, like, the nipple was, like, almost straight up, and this one was down here and off to the side. Like, it just, like, they, they're like, yeah, it looks good. Just don't look right at it. It's fine. Yeah. And then there was something going on with plastic surgery in her stomach. Yeah. And, like, like, it, like you know how sometimes when you have a shelf, or, like, no, like, you're on your sheets, when one side flies off the corner, mm-hmm. and everything else is all taut? Yeah. It was like that. It was yeah. like, oh, taut and fine, but then this part fell off the corner, and it was just like, mrrr. Yeah. It, like, it looked like her stomach had a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that, like, with that, like, imagine what that would do to someone's, like, self-worth mm-hmm. when, like, the entire planet is like, ew. Yeah, I... You know I, what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So she probably... She felt bad. She lives on a, like, pile of cocaine. I don't even think she can afford cocaine. I'm telling you, it's like she lives on a pile of like reservation cigarettes and like a box of wine. Not even like a bottle. Like a bike. She has a cardboard kegger every night. Right. And she does, she get, does the Tour de Franzia. Yeah, she gets crunk on the Tour de Franzia. Yeah. But still not, you know. She's got all her sci fi money. Yeah. But you know what's funny is when you think about it, Allison Hannigan from that movie is the most like financially set out of all of those actors. Well, yeah. Because of all the time on How I Met Your Mother, right? Because Buffy, yeah. and how she was in two shows that made this indication. So no matter what happens for the rest of her life, she's still going to be getting checks, okay? Mm-hmm. Plus, she's been in some pretty successful movies. Yeah. Yeah. She's all set. Yeah. I'm jealous. I want Buffy money. I want How I Met Your Mother money. Yeah, I guess, you know, when you're making, like, medium money, like, <laughs> medium-level cash at the beginning, mm-hmm. because you're, like, medium-level pretty... Yeah. Okay. I do alright. Yeah, but you're medium level pretty on two shows. Yeah. That went like deep seasons. Buffy went seven seasons. How I Met Your Mother went eight? 
nine, something ridiculous yeah, like that. Yeah. That's a long fucking story too. Yeah. Uh, he those kids, like what I thought would have been funny, was if, like the kids, they got those two actors back as they look now. Yeah. In those same outfits to sit them down and be like, Dad, you've been telling the story for a really long time. Yeah. Can you wrap this up? That would have been like a nice little joke to the audience. Like, yes, we know we took forever. Yeah. But they didn't do any of that. I didn't watch the last season. I, you know, I, I to be honest with you, I, I watched it intermittently. Yeah. Like, I dipped in and out. I never stuck with it. Yeah. Just didn't hold my attention. After a while, it's like, it's just friends. Yeah, basically. Focusing on one character. Yeah. They were just missing that third girl. They're missing their Phoebe, if you will. Right. Or their Monica. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. I watch a lot of Friends. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I like that show. I have seen all of that. All so, of the Friends. So have I. So. I'm not ashamed to say I've also seen all of Gilmore Girls. Okay. Twice. Okay. And I have all the shows on DVD. Cool. And they were through... They went through a lot together. I'm sure they did. And they mean things to lots of people. Okay. You need to be one of those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I listen to them talk, and it makes me want to punch the planet. <laughs> Why? I'm like, Why? take a breath. <laughs> Why does that bother you so Fuck. You think because that... it's, it's the most unrealistic way of, like, nobody talks like that. You think that's unrealistic? No did you ever one. see an episode where they're eating... As it's every episode. Sure, probably. And they eat, like, pizza and popcorn and candy. Like, they're having a movie night. And they have, like, just, like, mountains of food. And I'm like, first of all, bullshit. They have mountains of food, but they don't actually get to eat it because they never shut their fucking mouths talking. (laughs) Like, it's the credits roll. And then, like, they have an establishing... Every episode's, like, an establishing shot. And then they're standing there. And then their mouths are just open and fucking words come out for 45 minutes. So it's like when they open the Ark of the Covenant, your face is all... Aah! Yeah, it's just, okay. I can't, I can't do it, man. It's I, so tough. You know, because people always... Cause I really like Aaron Sorkin. Yes. Right? I, 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 yeah, good point! That's the same fucking thing! It's not, but it's not like, you know, so fast. I mean, you know, people, people give Aaron Sorkin shit for, you know, yeah, all his characters are pretty witty, and they're like on point all the time. Well, yeah. But they take breaths. Well, Gilmore Girls is that... But just nonstop. To be fair, it's not. And there's some, no. You stop. That's Words. so loud. Words. Your hands are so loud. <laughs> Why don't my hands do? That? Why are my hands as loud as yours? I don't catch that. Your hands make so much noise. Okay, but in defense of Aaron Sorkin, there are certain instances on his shows where, like, okay, yeah, they, these characters would be quick weighted, like in The West Wing. Mm-hmm. People who work for the president, yeah, you bet your ass those are gonna be some smart people, and they're gonna have. Exactly. Some witty Bond wants to go at any time. Studio 60. Yeah. Okay. They're all entertainers and writers. They're yeah, all the writers, gonna, comedians, actors. Like, yeah. they're going to be witty and funny all the fucking time. That's their job. Yeah. Okay. Now, the newsroom, to a certain extent, yes, especially the, the on air personalities. Yeah. Yes. They would have witty Bond mods and maybe like the staff writers, stuff like that. But not maybe like the news writer. Maybe Sam Waterston, you know, hanging behind McCoy wouldn't be like, oh, you know, well. Yeah. But, or like the guy who's in charge of like doing the station's Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, that's that guy's job. Clearly, he's not funny enough to be on air. But that makes sense. Now, in Gilmore Girls, the reason they are is because they're both. They're Rory is extraordinarily intelligent. Mm-hmm. Okay, she is. She's like the valedictorian of her high school, and then 
she went to Yale. Uh-huh. So that's no, don't okay. just don't be dismissive. And then her mom was also, you know, grew up rich in private school, and so she's very well educated as well. And they're both very into and very knowledgeable about pop culture. Right. So they would have that base to make those kind of just very quick, very funny off the cuff remarks. What about everyone else in that little town? In Stars Hollow? Yeah. Um. Well, Luke, no. Because he just runs the diner and all he does is watch sports and fish. Um, but he's friends with Lorelai, so that, like, you know, that might rub off on him. Now, Suki, Lorelai's best friend who runs the, the kitchen at the inn, at the Independence, and then the Dragonfly, which they own together, she probably would because they, um, they're they best friends and they spend all this time together, so that would, they would rub off on each other that way. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kill more girls. Gilmore Girls. Let's take a break. We'll be back in part two. Alright, welcome back. Part two of this week's Something Heavy Cast. So where were we? Gilmore Girls. So... We're not going to talk anymore about Gilmore Girls. I'll let it go. Okay, thank you. Thanks for that. It's a quality program. Okay. You know, I've been having this thing with, um, like, I've been enjoying, like, historical dramas lately. That's what I've been watching on the the Netflix. Okay. Uh, I watched the first season of Turn, Washington Spies. Right, okay. And that's with uh, Jamie Bell? That's with Jamie Bell. Okay. And having watched that and then kind of tie into Fantastic Four, uh-huh. I don't see I don't see how that he's gonna. I just don't see him as the thing the thing at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, makes sense. And then I started watching Hell on Wheels. Oh yeah, how actually I wanted to watch that. How is that? It's yeah, it's okay. I'm only a couple of episodes in. Um, Cole Meany's good, but he's good in everything. I don't like his name. In Hell and we go, Cullen Bohannon. Yeah. Could you have made that a little bit more difficult? Right. Well, and it's funny, too, because he's, like, because Cole Meany's Irish. Mm-hmm. He's from Ireland. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, but he plays, this character, He's he plays an American named Bohannon, which is, like, super Irish. But he's not Irish. He's American. He's American. And he doesn't even, like... There's types where he's talking to like people from Ireland, mm-hmm. and he like he never says where his like his family's from, but he makes it pretty clear that it's not Ireland. Okay. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's weird. Um, but is it a good show? Are you enjoying it? Are you, it's not, is it's it, okay. Is it not holding your interest? It's like barely, barely holding my interest. Okay. I kind of felt that way about Peaky Blinders. Yeah. I made it all the way through Peaky Blinders. I like it. I tried. I just couldn't get through it. I do want to watch, like, Ripper Street. Yeah. It seems too costumey to me. Like, it seems almost theater. What, Ripper Street? Yeah. Huh. Like, it seems like... I don't know. It doesn't It doesn't feel, like, authentic to me. Okay. Like, it just... It seems like people putting on period clothing and being like, prepare your room. Yeah. I'm a copper. Yeah. Like that show looks good too, Copper. Yeah, that one that one too. I, that one didn't hold my interest. 
I didn't watch. I never watched it. It only lasted one season, right? Probably. I only watched like two episodes of it. Well, I just find it funny because it's like the BBC. Like, there's um, here in the states. If you guys are watching this internationally, we don't, we get BBC America. Mm-hmm. And unless you have like a super dope package on satellite or cable, you don't get the regular BBC channels. Mm-hmm. So we get like BBC America. Um, so the main shows that we watch on BBC America are Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, Torchwood. Yeah. When it was on. Yeah. And Orphan Black. Yeah. Those are the only three shows I would watch on, on BBC America. Because like they see, I see stuff from like that show Atlantis. That looked really bad. That looked like the Beastmaster. Right. Like you guys yeah. try. You can have and all the money. They had another one that was like I don't remember what it was called, but it was kind of like Jurassic Park or something. It was like, or like people go back in time. Oh, that was on days. that was on Fox, dude. What was it? That was Terra Nova. No, it was something else. Yeah, it was Terra Nova. Something else I'm thinking of. On the BBC. Yeah. Are you sure? I forget what it's called though. I will look into that. It's I don't on know. Terra Nova. Well, we have to, we get Sherlock. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, it wasn't. It was yeah. There was people hunting down dinosaurs and shit that have yeah. in modern times or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember. That show, like, it was on for, like, six minutes. I don't even know what happened to it. Yeah. Wow. We got Doctor Who. That's all that matters. Yeah. That's all I right. Sherlock. Still gotta watch Sherlock. You need, yeah, you do. I did read today that they're in the works to make another Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock sure. Holmes movie. Are they really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Uh, I think that's good. I'll watch it. They, they need to complete the trilogy. Yeah. But I just, I was so disappointed with the way Game of Shadows ends. Yeah. Because it's like, nah, guys. Like, I understand that's how the movie, that's how the books go, though, with, you know, the their battle, their battle at Reichenbach Falls and stuff like that, and he fakes his death and all that shit. Like, I get that. But, I didn't like it. The original I had read, mm-hmm. and I thought this would be pretty dope, was they Brad Pitt wanted to play Moriarty. Hmm. And I thought that would have been cool, someone around Robert Downey Jr.'s age who could... Like, be a physically imposing match. Right. You know what I mean? I wanted their fight to be better. Right. Who was it in the movie? Jared Harris. Which he did great. He was very uh, menacing. Yeah, yeah. He did great. But I, I thought Brad Pitt would have been a better fit to play Moriarty. Yeah. I thought it would have been really cool casting, too. The Moriarty on the TV show uh-huh. is the best. Better? Oh, my God. He's Didn't, so good. And doesn't Sherlock die at the end of that one, too? He jumps off the building? Yeah. I mean, it's not Ish. like you're... It's not like you're going to spoil it for yeah, me. It's itch. all over the internet. I mean, you know, he comes back, obviously. Yeah, obviously. So. I've seen fan art of like him jumping off the building, but then he gets pulled into the TARDIS. People want there to be a real... They want a, Who, a Doctor Who Sherlock crossover real bad. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't... What do they call it? Hulock? Yeah, Super Hulock. Yeah. Well, Super Hulock is uh, when they throw in Supernatural as well. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm like, guys, no, it's not necessary. They can be separate. The only reason, the only reason they, I think they want it is because they think that it's possible because of, um, what's the name? Showrunner. Uh, Moffat. Yeah. Because he runs both shows. Yeah. Well, it's funny because, like, I was, I didn't realize, and I think we've discussed this before, but we're going to begin. I didn't realize that, like, to shoot Doctor Who, like, Capaldi, Jenna Coleman, all those guys... That's nine solid months. Yeah. That's a long-ass time. So they really don't have time to do anything else. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's why you always get that one episode in the season where it's, where it's Doctor Who light. It's mm-hmm. not even really... Like, he's barely in it. Yeah. 
And then you always get those two-parters. Yeah. Halfway through the season. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just to give them a break. You know? Yeah. Is that what happened with um, the first time we saw the Weeping Angels? With Tenet and... Yes. Ten and Martha? Yeah. And you barely saw them. But that turned out to be a fantastic episode. Yeah. I... I wouldn't mind. Blink, yeah. yeah, Blink. I wouldn't mind seeing an episode, a show, a whole show about Sally Sparrow. Me either. But now she's actually like a legit. Carrie yeah. Mulligan? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like she would never come back. Yeah. But that'd be dope if she did. So I'll do one be. season. Sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah, so it was Blink was one of those episodes. The other one was uh, the one with the, um, the, the girl that turns into a slab of concrete. The um the the absorb something something like that. And then do you remember the one where uh, that guy's in the band? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm talking. Okay, about. yeah, but she doesn't get absorbed in the concrete. She gets pulled into that alien stomach. Yeah, but at the end, the doctor manages to save her. But, he... but yeah, but she's in concrete now. Yeah. Okay, I remember. Yeah, that was very. That was a Doctor Who. That was another tenant episode. Yeah, that was one to give him a break. Yeah, I was just disturbed at the fact that they like. They made very heavy, like, she blows him as a, like, I'm just gonna, I was like, that's a bit much. It's like the show. a family show, y'all. We didn't need to. We could have gone there that. on our own. We need com- yeah. fucking confirmation yeah, of it. Yeah, we need help. Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny, because, like, I, I look back at Doctor Who, and, and as much as I am enjoying Peter Capaldi, mm-hmm. I still think my favorite is probably David Tennant. Yeah. Just because I think... You know, we had such grand adventures with yeah. Ten. And I was with you, but I think now... Matt Smith is your guy? Smith's my guy. That's fine. I feel bad no one ever picks Eccleston. Eccleston used to be my guy, though. He he would have... I think he would have been a good contender had he stayed longer. Yeah. He came out recently and has divulged a bit more about why he left. Has he? Yeah. Um, I know for a long time there was talks about him not getting along with people based on the way that, like the crew the cast and crew was treated in like segregated levels of how much you contribute and how much your power you have and how much you're worth to the production all that shit and i guess related to that he he said that he was getting into he had a big conflict with two or three people right at the top he just did not get along with them and he's he won't name names or go into detail because that person wasn't there to defend their side of the conflict Mm -hmm. but i would have to imagine it was russell t davies because from what i understand he's a giant pain in the ass to get along with yeah, that's what I've heard too. I always kind of figured, but that it still made me kind of wonder. I mean, there must be someone else who's still there because they wanted him to come back for the fiftieth, and he wouldn't. And by that time, Moffat was running everything. Yeah, or Russell T. Davies, had, you know, was out for years. Yeah, but he turned it down. So, but he's he's expressed regret that he turned it down. Good. I he think should he should regret it. He should. That would have been great if that episode opened and it's him stepping out of the TARDIS. It would have been. He's all battle damage. I mean, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with the, the John Hurt Doctor. Mm-hmm. But it was supposed to be Eccleston. So. But the War Doctor was a nice consolation prize. Yeah. And the way they, they made it work with uh, uh, Eight yeah. transforming into the War Doctor. And he's John Hurt was very young at the end of that episode. Yeah. And then the next thing we see him, he's an old man. So he, the time war went on for a long time. Yeah. I wonder how old the Doctor really is. Doesn't Smith, doesn't uh, Eleven say he's like over 1,200 at this point? Um. Well, let's see. My understanding of it is the end of Tenant's run. Mm-hmm. 
He's supposed to be... 903? Uh, just over 900, yeah. Um, because in Eccleston's run, he like he's just, just about 900. Mm-hmm. And the way it's supposed to be is through Eccleston's run and Tennant's run, those are like same time. Yeah. So however many years Tennant was there, that's like... I don't know what... But they, with with uh, um, Smith's run, mm-hmm. there was supposed to be like... There were hundreds of years in between of him doing stuff, right? That we didn't even see. Yeah, because there was episodes where he, the beginning of the episode, he comes back to see Rory and Amy, mm-hmm. and um, to him, it's been like three hundred years. Yeah, but to them, it was like a couple days. It was like maybe five or six days at the most. Yeah, or they're like, you know, they haven't seen him in like three years. Yeah, and, but he but for him, it's, it's been, been three hundred, a couple centuries. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, which leads me to believe that there are other companions in there. Probably. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, like, there were other companions besides Rory and Amy and River Song and Clara. Yeah. I don't know, man. I always feel like the most unappreciated companion is Martha. I agree. I dig me some Frema. Yeah. She's a bit of all right. Yeah. No, she was good. I liked her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But everybody's gotta put Rose and the Doctor together. Yeah. And, uh... I always thought the Metacrisis Doctor was such a lousy cheat. Yeah. I really didn't like that. It totally was. It's so lame. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I don't know. But you know, yeah, I'm 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 enjoying the uh, the current incarnation of the Doctor. Yeah. But. Well, I'm I I like the fact that the Doctor is a woman. I mean, the Master is a woman. Yeah. I really dig that. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for them to explain how she came back. Right. Because. She was killed. No, she was taken back by Rassilon, right? Something like that. I don't remember now. In The Sound of the Drums? No, not The Sound of the Drums, but um, when Tenet regenerated. Yeah. Yeah, what, what the fuck happened to the Master? Rassilon took him back to yeah. the... Yeah. To the Phantom Zone. Or whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, I wanna, And then the girl from Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones... Mm-hmm. I've heard several theories about who her character is supposed to be. Oh, really? Okay, because the first one I heard, and the one that to me at the time made the most sense, was it was a younger incarnation of Missy. Okay. And that she will grow up to become Missy. All right. Um, and then the other version I've heard is that that's actually the Doctor's daughter. That's <laughs> Jenny, who at some point regenerated into this younger, much younger version of herself. They should get that actress back. They could. I know she ain't doing nothing but her, raising her and David Tennant's 19 kids. Right. She's got time. Yeah. I think they should. It's funny because, like, there's all these side stories in Doctor Who that's, like, I, that's a show up. Like, if they ever did a series with Sally Sparrow, I would totally watch that. Mm-hmm. If they did one about, you know, Jenny and her adventures, I would totally. Because she's full-on Time Lord. Yeah. She's a clone of the of the Time Lord. Yeah. So, she's going to regenerate and all that shit and mm-hmm. probably make her own Sonic Or didn't he give her a Sonic Screwdriver? Oh, the only one he ever gave a Sonic Screwdriver to was River Song. Yeah. Maybe she's a young River Song. I fucking hope not. You think that would be cheap? I, they don't need to bring her back. You didn't like River Song? I liked River Song. I just think it's I think it's done with. No, I've I've seen I've seen stuff online that really? that kind of makes sense that it's not because when she first when she sees Matt Smith for the first time. 
-hmm. She's like, this is the youngest I've ever seen you. Okay? Okay. Which means that when she saw Tenant, that was, like, you know, when she saw Ten, yeah. that was their, not their, their first meeting. That was right. their last meeting. Okay? Right. And then when she saw Eleven, she was like, this is the youngest I've ever seen you, which means that she first met him when he was a different doctor. It wasn't Eleven wasn't her doctor. Twelve was. At this point, yeah. as from what we can tell. It might be Twelve, because he's very old. Not very old, but you know, he's older than his previous I mean, That's not true, because the first time that she saw him, we saw that. When was the first time she saw him? When she when she regenerated into... Into River Song? River Song. Hmm. I'm going to have to go back and watch that all was that. On, uh, that was the episode, uh, Let's Kill Hitler. Was that the... No, 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 no. That was the first time she regenerated into River Song. That wasn't the first time she saw the Doctor. That was just when she became the River Song persona. Yeah, because she grew up with uh, Rory and Amy. Yeah. So she had known she had known and seen the Doctor before that. Right. So that wasn't the first time she saw him. Okay. She saw she saw him. She knew the Doctor when he was older. It was a different Doctor. It may not be twelve. It could be thirteen. Could be fourteen. Oh, I don't think so. Well, they better do something fast, because as I understand it, Peter Capaldi says he's going to play the Doctor until its current run is over. He's our Doctor for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, I don't know. Because the, they were saying Doctor Who's going to be on the air for at least another five years. Right. They said that last year. Okay. Like that. So we've got him for at least three, no, four more seasons after the first two. Okay. So six years total. That's a nice run. <clears throat> sure. But, you know, they set it up so that he's he's got a whole new set of regenerations. So. Yeah. They can keep. They can keep doing it. And I think they will, as long as the show continues to be popular. They will. I don't think. To be honest with you, I think Moffat will leave within the next two to three years. Could be. And then we need to see. We need to bring in somebody good. They'll probably promote Mark Gaddis to be a showrunner. I'd be super happy with that. So would I. He's very very talented. Fuck yeah. League of Gentlemen is incredible. Yeah, I haven't seen that. It's a sketch comedy shit. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'd be totally happy if Mark Gaddis took over. Yeah. Because he's written some of the best episodes. And he's also great in Sherlock. Who is he in Sherlock? He plays, um... Does he play Lestrade? No, he plays his, his brother. He's Mycroft? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's dope, I love that. Yeah. Although Stephen Fry was good as Mycroft. Yeah, for sure. And I love how it's very clearly understood that Mycroft is the smart one. Yeah. And that Sherlock is the dummy. <laughs> really? No! <laughs> That's not okay! Right. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's great in Sherlock. Okay, well, I will, I I will endeavor to watch Sherlock. It's you just you know when you see should. when you see stuff like Luther, yeah, and you're all sweaty and full of Idris Elba goodness, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to deal with anything else British for a while. Yeah, I don't know. So, I think sure Sherlock will will work. Think it'll grasp me? Yeah. Okay, I will check it out. So you know you're gonna have to watch the new Star Trek, right? I know I've said this before. But... Yeah, I know. I saw the okay. I saw the cast photo, and you know my heart fluttered a bit. As well, it should. As no, as well, it should. What I saw, he was wearing shorts, and like a real tight T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I was like, your the feelings you're bringing up in me are confusing. Yeah, I'm not okay with this, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, I was okay with it. Yeah. I, I've I've enjoyed the Star Trek movies. I know you don't like Trek, but it's good. I like the I like the movies. Okay, I mean they're all right. 
And we've discussed this. It's because they're basically fucking Star Wars movies. And that's why. Okay. It doesn't bog his shit down on, like, like politics and boring stuff. Yes, because the Phantom Menace would talk of trade federations. Exactly. And... It was, those were Star Trek movies. So is that what's wrong with the original trilogy? Is yes. It, is that they're Star trilogy? Trek movies. Okay. When the hell are we going to get a Star Wars trailer? Soon. Uh, they've been saying that for a while. Yeah, I think they're just kind of letting this kind of crop of other trailers that have been coming out. They're gonna let them, you know, get them behind them a little bit. Uh huh. And then when we're feeling a little trailer deprived, they'll come out with a Star Wars one. And I don't want them to announce it like the Star Wars trailer released on Tuesday. I just want them to do it. Jay yeah. like, oh yeah, um, here's that full length Star Wars trailer, guys. I think Bye. that's probably what they'll do. That would be pretty cool. Because then everyone's just like, ooh! I want to see how fast it spreads across the internet. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, you know, just in the past, what, like, month? It's been like, you know, Bats and Soups and Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. And then Fantastic Four before it's coming out. And the Ant-Man before it was coming out. And then, you Deadpool. know. Deadpool. There were some other trailers that came out. Yeah. But. Yeah. So I think that they were just kind of letting everybody else do their thing. And then they didn't. I, I think they probably just didn't want it to get lost in those. The mishmash. Yeah. Just taking back. Bam! Here's the trailer. <laughs> I think they should just be like, "Get its own." Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Because yeah. it's only a couple of months away. I literally want JJ to just be like, "Oh, there you go, guys. Here's your trailer." Yeah. He won't do that though. He's all professional. Yeah. I don't know why this means professional. That's totally pro. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, I totally, like, when I was doing that, I was like, power. Right. Powerful. So I want to I wanna kind of talk a little bit about something that's kind of a little bit on the serious end. Okay. Things. Let's go for it. Um, and it's kind of older news. All right. But it feeds into something going on in Albuquerque right now, today. Okay. These days. Hopefully you're intrigued now. Um, no, because I was, I was uh, uh, looking at um, some stuff about Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. And about how when the Avengers two came out, like he basically got run off of Twitter mm-hmm. because everybody was like, "You're fucking misogynistic, yeah, fuckhole." Because of the way he handled Black Widow, and he's always been like the biggest proponent of feminism. Yeah, right. And then so I noticed that um, uh, here in 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 the Kirk in Albuquerque. Uh, we have Lacey Green coming to do a talk. Oh, yeah, okay, Lacey Green. Yes, Lacey Green. Lacey. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Lacey Green is a YouTube, she's a YouTube famous person. Oh, I, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. And she's, um, in the past, I'd say, year, she's taken a very pro-feminist stance Mm -hmm. and she's doing a talk here about um like getting rid of rape culture or something okay because she has the opinion that rape is bad well yeah and i think that um most people are of that opinion i would assume that like 100 percent of people who aren't rapists think Mm -hmm. rape is horrible yeah 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 i'm in that camp yeah me too 
Um, I, I could see if there's like someone were were a a raper, a rapist, a rapier. You know what? I'd I'd rather they. I I would actually rather they be called rapers than rapists. Why? Because the word rapist to me like denotes that there's sort of like an art to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> in a, in a in a very weird roundabout way. Yes, I see your point. It's it like it almost gives it like a like uh, uh I don't know I think it, it gives the some sort of like professionalism to I don't know rapist like a legitimacy to it I am a rapist someone's gonna take almost that as out in of almost as like psychologist yeah or artist, therapist artist or, yeah therapist so Artists. they should get like a um I, I think raper sounds mm-hmm. it's it's got a harshness to it. It sounds like dumb. Like you didn't yeah. know the word rapist. You're yeah, like, I'm you're, a raper. You're a raper. I'm not a raper. Yeah, let's please no one take those please sound don't, bites yeah. out of context. Just, the six of you watching this, please don't. Talk Make it clear. So having having bringing up this conversation and then we're gonna, the conversation we're about to have, I want to make it clear at the beginning mm-hmm. that I am very much against rape mm-hmm. in all its forms. It's one of the most abhorrent things that a person can do. Yes. And it's awful. So bad when it happens to someone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I don't necessarily believe so much in rape culture. Right. Um, and then I think that there needs to be some kind of... I don't know. Like, reading about the thing with Joss Whedon... Mm-hmm. Like it's, that seems so insane to me that he got like, because I was looking at uh, this little bit of like what was being written to him. Oh yeah, and it was like death threats and it was I I did the same thing when it was going down. I was like basically like reading it as they were popping up, mm-hmm. and uh, like this this screed after screed of just like intense like unintelligent baseless thoughtless hatred, which to me was complete misconception of what went down of who joss whedon is as a as a creator and as a um director and writer and and creative individual but also um it was clear that it was to me it was just 99 percent of social justice night uh, white knights Mm -hmm. trying to score brownie points and guys who were especially from the guys who were trying to be you know like score brownie points in like the social justice warrior movement where it was like yeah i stood up to joss whedon because i didn't like the avengers because he didn't give enough to black widow and blah 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 blah. and like it was just she was the den mother and and she was only there to be you know the hulk's you know you know uh nursemaid and blah 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 blah. and i was like did you all not see any of buffy right or any of firefly or any of his of his other shows because if you watch 99% 99% of the time, the females in those shows, in his stories, they're the crux of everything. Mm-hmm. Buffy saves the world. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. how many times. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I would I would venture to say that even in both of Avengers movies, I've always kind of seen Black Widow as, like, she is sort of the, the stopgap. Mm-hmm. Like, if they needed to do something about any of the other Avengers, she would be the one... That they could count on. To get it done. Yeah. Like, she's the one that could beat any one of the other ones. Um, I will agree with... Like, I think that... 
giving her the way to calm down the Hulk, mm-hmm. which is like what I think a lot of people didn't understand, who especially who weren't comic book fans, is like you guys, the Hulk is when he's hulked out, he's insane with anger and rage. Yeah, like he's he's completely out of control. Mm-hmm. Okay, he just like finds something he doesn't like and smashes it until it goes away. Right. For her to walk up to the Hulk and calm it down took balls that none of the other Avengers had. Right. Like, she was able to calm the Hulk down with words, whereas Iron Man needed an even bigger suit of metal and mm-hmm. a building to stop the Hulk. Right. Like, did nobody did nobody see that? That, like... I guess not. And that's, that, that, to me, was, like, when I saw that the first time I watched Age of Ultron, I was like, wow, that is so fucking cool. Like, that is awesome the way he did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but furthermore, to... to to see what these people were writing to Joss Whedon on Twitter and on Facebook and Instagram and anywhere that they could get their voices heard, um, it was shocking to see the amount of hatred and vitriol being thrown at him because, like, clearly you don't know anything about this man. He was raised by a woman. Mm-hmm. He's a staunch feminist and always has been and always will be. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, what are you talking about? Well, and I think that, I mean, in, in kind of leading into the... Because I have, some, like, some friends on uh, on Facebook that I noticed they're like... Um, they're going to this Lacey Green thing and they're like super excited about it. Mm-hmm. And this kind of feminism that like Lacey Green's a part of and the, that's those people that drove Joss Whedon off Twitter mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, it concerns me this this new crop of feminism that's so like adversarial and it and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because it it makes pretty much every woman a victim. Yeah. And it's like no no like they but they're not. Exactly. Like I I thought it was supposed to like you know, bring up women, you know what I mean? Like well, lift them up and be like independent and strong and all that stuff, but it's mm-hmm. it's more it's like like a person like Lacey Green, it feel I feel like she doesn't respect women, or give them like give them enough credit to say like well a woman has a mind of her own and is not you know susceptible to every form you know it's like you know it's like they tell them that like oh well all men are basically you know, tricking women into raping them and, like, gaslighting them to the point of, you know, or, like, some kind of, ooh, like, you consented when you really didn't, or, you know, whatever yeah. it is. It's, like, like all that stuff just, it, I don't know if well, I'm making any sense at all. No, you are, but, like, I, I've, going to the issue of consent, like, I've heard and read certain feminists saying that, like, if a woman consents to have sex with you, Monday night, and on Tuesday morning, she wishes she hadn't done it, you raped her. Right. If she at any point retracts her consent, the first time you had sex, you raped her. Right. What I think feminists and, and people who, and male apologists, because there are guys mm-hmm. who, who are like that, and again, I believe those guys are mostly just social justice, you know, white knights trying to score brownie points. Um, they need to understand that rape is a very, very serious word. Mm-hmm. That is a very, very serious thing that you do not just throw around. Mm-hmm. You don't have that right. Right. Okay? You are not allowed to do that. Yeah. To accuse somebody of something as horrific as rape, which um, 
is probably second only to like crimes against children and murder. Yeah. Like it's like you said, it's abhorrent. It's it's one of the most vile things that you can do mm-hmm. as a man to a woman or to another man, which does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but they throw that word around way too much. Mm-hmm. And even when guys try to do something good, they get bit in the ass for it mm-hmm. these days. Like Richard Dawkins mm-hmm. went on Twitter and he he said that Muslim, you know, Islam needs a female revolution. Mm-hmm. How can we help? Right. And he got ripped apart. Because basically he was saying that Islamic women can't stand up for themselves, that Islamic women are subservient to men, and that if the only way they're going to get free of the shackles of oppression within that religion and that culture is with the white patriarchy stepping in and lifting them up out of it, patting them on the head and saying, there you go, dear. That is not in any way, shape, or form what he said. What he said was female, uh, you know, Islam needs a female revolution, meaning that females within the islamic culture society should rise up and take back their society and their rights mm-hmm. which is i support 100 percent. what can we do to help you do that not do it for you right not you know conquer things and get it out of the way and then hand it to you but like what do you need basically saying like fight? we have your back that's that's all he meant and he got ripped apart with so many people calling him a misogynist and you know uh, again his white privilege was just disgusting Look, the one thing I think a lot of females need to understand is that when it comes to a lot of situations in life, women tend to have the power more than men, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to sex. Like, physically, yes, we could probably hold you down and force you to have sex, mm-hmm. okay? Doesn't mean we're going to do it. Right. No, I guarantee you, most men have no desire to rape anybody, right. okay? We would love to have consensual sex with somebody and not have to be worried the next morning if we're going to be brought up on charges, right. okay? But we're here, and we're all on the same, like, playing field i i don't i don't think that there's such a thing as like it, the male patriarchy i understand right. that most guys in the positions of most positions of power are filled by men right okay well i can't do anything about that yeah. i but i'm not one of those guys yeah i'm not a politician i'm not a, a, a you know a captain of industry right i'm down here with you yeah i hate those guys just as fucking much as you do so why is it us versus you yeah. That's where I'm coming from these days. It's like, things are insane. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... I, we didn't live through the cultural revolution, the social revolutions of the 60s and 70s, so we mm-hmm. never saw it when it was just, you know, insane. Right. But I kind of feel like... And maybe every generation who goes through... Who lives through times like these, they feel like, like you know, um, that their particular set of experiences is the most insane. Right. But I feel like ours is fucking crazy right now. The world's in a very crazy place. Mm-hmm. Even on a social level. Yeah. Yeah, it seems very... I don't know something's off it seems like we're all heading towards a very big breaking point yeah like there I, I i'm afraid to find out what that is yeah you know we you've got people talking about male versus female and you know misogynist versus feminist and just shit like that and which part of me doesn't believe in that argument right because i, I to, to people who are staunch feminists to this new wave of feminism which is very very just like bitter and angry and hateful towards men i'm not your enemy yeah you just want someone to be mad at yeah you want someone to blame right yeah i'm not us here we are not anybody's enemy like i i think and i i i'll preface you know i'll continue talking but i'll 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 preface my coming statements with i'm the father of two daughters Mm -hmm. okay they absolutely run the house 
if they want to watch a show, it doesn't matter if I'm watching the UFC. We're watching that show. I'm recording my shit. You know what I mean? So you've said before that you consider yourself an egalitarian. Yeah. Like, you don't want feminism to be above anybody, and you don't want men men's rights to be above anybody. Everything just needs to be equal. Yeah. I feel like, though, and we, I think we've made this argument before, that, like, what people want on both sides of the argument is it's not equal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's it's... You guys can't ask for... And I forget the term. I can't remember the term I'm supposed to use. But basically, what we what we need is equality. Yeah. We don't need leaning towards the misogynist or leaning towards the feminist. You know, we don't need that. Right. We just everything needs to be level. Yeah. But the problem is, you guys want what's fair, what you perceive to be fair. And I said this before, and I'll say it again. There's no such thing as fair. Yeah. Show me on the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, any document that you want to bring up where it says that things have to be fair. That's not... It doesn't exist. Yeah. There's no such thing. If it were fair, we'd all be worth four or five million dollars. Yeah, right. It's not going to happen. And then at that point, that wouldn't be worth anything. Then, But then there'd be someone saying, well, that guy has ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. How come we all don't have ten million dollars? Right. Because maybe he worked for it. Yeah. Maybe he earned it. Like, as much as I don't like Miles Teller, mm-hmm. he hustles and he gets acting roles. Yeah. Good for him. He deserves his fortune. Yeah. He deserves his fame. I, I can't argue with that. Yeah. But this... So, this girl coming to Albuquerque, is is, is it... Are you foreseeing it be a, a big turnout for her talk? Are you... How many of your people on Facebook are you seeing that are actively going? And I've, I'd be curious to see how many... I'd be curious to see how many of them are men. I would really yeah. love to go out there and see how many of them are men who at some point will stand up and apologize right. for things. Well, I will say that the handful of... Uh, my Facebook friends that are going are all female. Okay. Um, so I don't really know. I don't know what the turnout's going to be like. Where is she holding the talk? The Kiva? Uh, somewhere, yeah. Somewhere, somewhere at UNM, I think. Okay. My guess would be... University, either, yeah. Yeah, probably Pope Joy or Kiva. Yeah, something like that. Um, I have to say, I think it's pretty progressive of UNM to have a speaker like that. Yeah, come. sure. But it's, you know, it's a university. They're supposed to do stuff like that. They're supposed to take risks. Sure. Sure. I mean, it's just, it just seems weird to me. It's like, it's just, Lisa Green is, uh, you know, like a, she's a YouTube vlogger, mm-hmm. you know, she's just like, talk about her life or whatever, which is fine, you know. And then she kind of started taking this real hardline feminist stance about a year ago or whatever, and that kind of skyrocketed her for, further, you know, than she was before. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's just, like, I've watched a few of her things and, you know, it's... It just, it troubles me, because she kind of, she puts out this this message that, in, it, from what I see, is very, like, I don't know, making it out that, like, women, like, basically the, exactly the same thing that they're supposed to be against. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a very, like, oh, well, you know, you're, you're a woman, so you're victimized, and it's not your fault because you're not smart enough or whatever to recognize mm-hmm. it. So I'm here to tell you how you should live your life so you won't continue to be victimized because you absolutely have been because you're a woman. Inherently, you are not smart enough or whatever to recognize the awful things that are happening to you 
on a daily basis. And that seems very, like, gross. aggressive and disrespectful and gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. No, it, it which I think completely makes sense, and I, I, I do see that a lot in the feminist movement from females talking to other females, where it's like, I'm smart enough to realize what's happening. That's why I'm fighting. You clearly are not. Right. So just sit back, and I'll take care of it for you, and I'll get you back the rights that you deserve. Right. But I'm like, isn't that what you jumped all over Richard Dawkins for? Yeah. Like, the level of hypocrisy in these modern social movements really, really kind of bugs me because like okay <laughs> the whole caitlin jenner thing mm-hmm. okay bruce jenner transitioning to female mm-hmm. becoming caitlin jenner okay as long as you're not hurting anybody especially children by all means do whatever you want to do yeah. but understand that like if i don't immediately jump for joy mm-hmm. and throw them a fucking parade that's okay if it takes me like, hey, that takes me a minute to get used to. Just give me that minute. Like, chill out and let, let me deal with it my own way. Yeah. That should be okay. Mm-hmm. But if you present that argument to anybody, if you present that, that line of thought to anybody saying like, you know, yeah, like it's 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 weird. He transitioned to female. Like, I've known Bruce, I've known of Bruce Jenner since I was a kid. And he's a guy. And he was, you know, mm-hmm. like at one point, like the definition of masculinity. Yeah. And the whole time he wanted to be a woman. Like, it's it's a bit jarring. Sure. At that point, I'm I'm transphobic. Okay, I'm, and there's this term cisgender. Have you heard that? I've heard it, but I'm not sure what it's supposed to be. Basically, if you're if you identify as cisgender, you identify as the gender you were born in. Okay. Well, I don't understand why that's bad. Um, I support Caitlyn Jenner and everything she wants to do. I follow the rules. I now refer to her as her. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm doing that, but at the same time, it's like, you know. If, it, if I'm still a little bit weirded out about it, that should be okay. That should be allowed. It, it, it's come to this point now where, like, if you disagree with any social movement, mm-hmm. you're immediately to be shunned and banned and punished and just relegated and, and thought of as a relic who doesn't, you know, subscribe well, yeah, to modern and it, thought. And it seems weird to me because it's, like, if it's it's almost as if people don't recognize, like, the, the strides that our society as a whole has taken mm-hmm. in that like you know the fact the fact that Bruce Jenner was able to you know convert himself to Caitlyn Jenner mm-hmm. the fact that that was something that he could even do and not be bludgeoned to death yeah yeah or jailed or yeah. whatever you know the fact that we have you know gay marriage now throughout the entire country yeah you know um, all that stuff is like these are strides forward and you know yeah there's going to be people who you know individuals who their minds may not be there yet or yeah. may not even get there right but as a whole mm-hmm. the progression is happening And but I I think people who get mad are people who think it's not happening it's not happening as fast as they want right meaning that like gay marriage should have been allowed 20 years ago. can't believe this is even still a discussion. It's like, well, I understand that and I agree with it. Mm-hmm. I think that when our kids are our age, they're going to look back at this time and be like, oh, why the fuck couldn't gay people get married? And we're going to be ashamed. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, yeah. we were stupid back then. And I say we because as a society, we're all responsible. Mm-hmm. But 
Um, I, which I hold akin to like the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. It's like black people couldn't vote. Black people had to drink water fountains. Like what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Yeah, to us it seems it's so barbaric. Yeah, and so like out of place. Um, but like these modern day movements and, and, and modern social justice and stuff like that. It's like not everything is a cause. Mm-hmm. Okay, not everything. Like okay, Ruby Rose, the yeah. actress who was on. Um, Orange is the New Black, the third season. She played oh, Stella, okay. uh, who was, you know, got having an affair with Piper and a lot of stuff. Right. I find her, and I understand that she's a lesbian, mm-hmm. but she identifies as as gender fluid, gender neutral. She okay. doesn't consider herself, she considers herself kind of asexual. All right. Not asexual, but like a non-gender specific. Like she sometimes feels masculine, sometimes she feels feminine. Whatever. Right. And I, I know think I, that's pansexual? Pan, whatever. Pansexual yeah. means that she wants to have sex. She'll have sex with either man or woman. Oh, okay. But like pan gender would probably be like she is, oh, okay. she's non gender specific. She doesn't identify as male or female. She's just who who she is. Right. Okay. If at any point, and I'm sure that if we were more popular, and I said what I'm about to say, I would get eaten alive online. Right. Okay. I'm gonna say this. I find her to be unbelievably fucking sexy. Mm-hmm. I find I I view her as a woman, and as a woman, I find her confidence and her tattoos and her attitude about life to just be unbelievably sexy. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, lady, ma'am, sir, whatever you want me to call you, I'll call you. Just like, can we hang out? Like, I think I could talk you into something that you might regret later. But as long as you understand it's not rape, like, I'm totally down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm not allowed to say that anymore. Right. Because for some reason in our society, we've come to this point where, like, you can't say retarded. Right. It is now an oppressive, offensive term. And it's always been an oppressive. Uh, you, weren't, oh, you were never supposed to say retarded. Right. And people are saying, what I don't like is people are saying, you can't say that. Right. Well, yeah, I can. I'm not supposed to. There's a big difference. Right. I'm physically capable of saying retarded. I'm capable of saying faggot. Right. I just said it. Now, I'm not supposed to, and I'm not a barbarian, and I would never go up to a gay couple and be like, hey, faggots, because I'm not an animal. Right. And personally, I don't care if they're gay. I don't hate people because of their gender or because of their race or because of their sexuality. I hate them because they're assholes. Yeah. Like, that's... Which is allowed. Yeah. Um, but we've got this point in our society where you're not allowed to say things even as a joke or mm-hmm. even just to, like, vent frustration. Because, like, uh, I would love for these social justice warriors put on a gaming headset and listen to Xbox Live for an hour. Your head would explode. Yeah. Because I'm like, you're trying so hard to change all this stuff. And the the kids on Xbox Live who are 9 and 10 years old, the stuff that comes out of their mouths. I'm like, man, if my dad heard me say that when I was your age, I'd still be unconscious. Yeah. He'd beat me into a fucking coma. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I can't, I kind of can't wait for this to calm, to calm down because I, I definitely think, you know, the pendulum has swung one way, like, really hard. Mm-hmm. And it's going to swing back. Yeah. And I don't think the social justice warriors are ready for that. I think that, like, they, they feel like gay marriage... And things like that. That was their pivotal moment to take the ball and run as hard as they can for the end zone. Yeah. I'm like, but the problem is, is that there is no end zone. Right. There's always going to be something else. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be another fight, another injustice. And when that pendulum comes back, it's going to knock you on your ass. So just mm-hmm. be prepared for that. Yep. Yep. Something's going to come to a head. And it's going to be bad. It is. And I'm not very... I'm not excited for it. I'm not excited. For it's it. gonna, yeah, it's gonna be kind of rough. It's just, it will just be people, man. 
going you know, we be cool to each other. Going along, be excellent to each other. Yeah, and party on, dudes. Yeah, but going real quick. Um, so you're aware of Cecil the Lion, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna espouse espouse an unpopular opinion, but I'm gonna do it because I can. Because this is my platform. This is our voice. Yeah. Um. Personally, I I find trophy hunting to be a little repellent. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, guys, come on. Like, really? There's like six lions left and you need to kill one? Don't be a fucking dick. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that hunting for food, like the whole eat what you kill movement, mm-hmm. you know, there are guys out there who go and hunt elk. Yeah. And they take it and, and you know, because there are certain parts of this country, especially in New Mexico, New Mexico's prime elk hunting territory, where there's too many fucking elk. They're decimating other populations. They're, like, destroying the wilderness because they're just eating it at, like, you know, a crazy pace. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go and you kill a 600-pound elk or moose yeah. and you skin it and you bring it home, you have all that meat, that's meat for two or three years, like, honestly. Like, yeah. you can make that shit last. So I do agree with that. The reaction to the killing of that lion was fucking absurd. Yeah, it was over. It was way out of proportion. Sure. The fact that this guy is now in hiding and they're going to send him back to Zimbabwe, fuck you, dude. No, he didn't do anything that bad. He didn't go over there and hunt a child for sport. Right. He killed a fucking lion. Well, I mean, you know, the legality of it, of him, like, you know, coaxing, or the people that he was with coaxing the animal they, out of they, sanctuary. That they baited it. It's like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. And he needs, he needs to see some kind of punishment for that. But... The level of, like, I don't know what you would call it. The level of hate that he's getting, I think, is it's, it's way out of proportion. I, and it's funny to me because I think people were more upset about that than they were about the fact that, like, you know, uh, a guy who was proven to be a radical Muslim was driving around shooting at, at military recruitment offices. Right. Like, that's fine. Because he's just killing a soldier, like, whatever, who cares? Granted, no one was killed. But people were like, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Someone killed a lion? Yeah. It was like when that kid went into the church in Charleston, South Carolina, and killed those nine people. Mm-hmm. The response was to get rid of the flag. Right. And my argument, and I've asked, I, I got into an argument with some people, I don't know, who were like, yeah, the Confederate flag needs to come down. It's a symbol of hatred. Would you walk around with a Nazi flag? I was like, no. And and they hit me with this. Would you have watched the Dukes of Hazard if the General Lee had Nazi swastikas on it? And in my brain, I was like, yeah, probably. It's still a good show. Yeah. But, you know, you can't say that because it's just going to make piss them off even more. Right. Um, they said, the flag needs to come down. That kid used it as a symbol of hatred. And I was like, okay, here's my question. Why didn't you care before? Mm-hmm. Before this happened... The flag still represented the same thing. And to be honest, it's actually not the flag of the of slavery. It's just the Confederate battle flag. They had a completely different flag. And in most cases, they flew into battle. They drove, they rode into battle with the American flag. Um, mm-hmm. There's a little history for you. Um, I asked, why didn't you care before this happened? Yeah. The flag meant the same thing. It carried the same message. Right. So why didn't you care before? Why is it an issue now? And no one had an answer for that. Oh, yeah. Except they because said, it's like because I mean it's just it's these tiny little things that they want done that you know to them is like okay, well it'll make some kind of difference but like if you get rid of the Confederate flag you're not going to get rid of it's not going to get rid of racism in this country mm. you know one doesn't have anything to really to do with the other not only that but it's like okay um, you do realize that like 
there's still the KKK and the new American Nazi party and the neo-Nazi movement and, you know, the um, Christian identity and all of these horrific white white supremacy, white power groups. Yeah. They're still there. Yeah. You didn't like strike them. They're like, okay, whatever. We saw the Nazi flag and they can, they're, I'm sorry, but you can go buy the Confederate flag here in town. Yeah. I know two stores that are still selling it and they're like, they're going to continue to sell it because not because they support slavery, because again, the civil war wasn't necessarily about slavery. Right. It was an issue, but it wasn't the issue. Um, it's a piece of American history. Mm-hmm. It is. Right. Much as, you know, in... And I, I find this funny. In Greece, in ancient Rome, it used to be okay for men to have sex with boys. Right. It's perfectly acceptable. It just, it was, just everybody did it. Mm-hmm. And gradually they realized that, oh no, we're not supposed to do that. Right. Okay, so... But their history is still there from that time. Right. So shouldn't we remove all of that because it's, they supported child rape? No. Because it's history. Right. Because we've moved past it. Yeah. We keep it around because we can appreciate all other aspects of their culture, even if we don't agree with that one tiny thing. It's not tiny, but you know what I mean? Like that one aspect of it that we don't like. Yeah. Just like, people pick the weirdest fucking things to get upset about, man. Yeah. Well, I think they just pick easy things to get upset about. You know? Because it's like, it's one thing to like rail against a flag, this symbol... For something that's unpleasant, mm-hmm. as opposed to actually railing against the racism, like actual racism, and, and this issue that is so deeply ingrained in our culture, mm-hmm. like that's 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 complicated. It's hard to look at, much less dissect. Yeah. So it's easier to just be like, oh, that's, this flag is unpleasant. Be gone with it. And I think a lot of it was born out of guilt. Yeah. Because they feel bad about something they... Anybody that, like, rallied against the Confederate flag, 100% of all those people have at some point laughed at a joke about black people, mm-hmm. Hispanic people, white people, Polish people, Asian people... They may have made the joke themselves. I'm like, understand that you didn't mean to be, but you were being racist. Right. We're all guilty of it. Mm-hmm. We're all guilty of being anti-male and anti-female. We're all guilty of being ageist and sexist and every other ist that you can be. Mm-hmm. We, we've all done it. Mm-hmm. We're all guilty of it. Yeah. And I guarantee you, there are people who would watch this and be like, I've never done it. I've never done that. You're lying. Yeah. Number one. You're lying, okay? And number two, you yes, you have. The person you're married to or the person you're with or the polyamorous relationship you find yourself in or whatever, you've all done it too. Your kids have done it. Your grandparents have done it. Everybody's going to do it until the end of time. Mm-hmm. It's not... <laughs> you can't affect social change with a, the removal of a flag. And with, you can't ex- affect social change by demanding that people change. Right. That's not how it works. Yep. Because I guarantee you, all you did was, there are people who weren't white supremacists before, and after you guys took that fucking flag down, they are now. Yep. That's just, that's there's a cause and effect. Yep. But all I can say is, 
no matter what happens, I'm glad Fantastic Four is going to tank. I'm so fucking happy that movie's a piece of shit. Yeah. That cool. makes me happy. Yeah. And Michael B. Jordan deserves better. Yeah. He's a good actor. He is. He's amazing at Fruitvale Station. Yeah. And I really want to see Creed, where he's Apollo Creed's kid. Yeah. I do want to see that. Yeah, yeah, I kind of want to see that. Kind of got you, didn't it? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it looks like, it looks yeah. like, yeah, it's yeah. fighting, I want to see yeah. it. I still want to see Southpaw. Yeah. But I've heard it's just like, oh, do you want to be depressed for two and a half hours? Because you're gonna. Mm, yeah. But I still want to watch it. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. This is good. I like that we have a serious conversation. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to be, like, goofy all the time. No, I, I think we don't have to focus on nerd shit all the time. Exactly. We expect more of this in the coming podcasts. I think when we talk about different, diverse topics, it's good. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like like we were saying in previous podcasts, it's like a lot of like the comic book movies are coming like slowing down. Mm-hmm. So other things are gonna talk. We're gonna talk about. Yeah, we can. We have have room to talk about. Because I mean, if left to our own devices, we could probably sit here and do this for. You'd have like a four or five hour podcast on your hands, and nobody wants that. So, I, well, I guarantee we could do an entire podcast on like Doctor Who. Yeah. And it would be four or five hours long. Oh yeah. And after all, people would be like, shut up! Yeah. But it would be the definitive Doctor Who podcast. Ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's all two weeks later, they're still going. Yeah. Well, I got beards and we're just dirty and yeah. lost just, some weight because we're not eating. An endless, endless thing. Just live stream it. Yeah. That'd be fun. Marathon. Get us in the Guinness Book World Records. Something. I'd do anyway, it. Anyway. Yeah. With that. Yeah, we're going to wrap it we're up. We're done for this time. So, as usual, like. Share, subscribe. Subscribe uh, and share mainly. Yeah. Like, um, likes too. Like it all helps. Yeah. Um, if you if we said something you like, throw us up on your Facebook page. Throw us up on your um, your Twitters. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can throw us up on your Instagrams. If we say something that you don't like, you know, feel free to let us know too. Yeah, actually, I would I would really love to see some comments and uh, any kind of uh, reaction you might have. Sure. Um, We're always open for constructive friendly, criticism. Friendly debate. Look, I know I'm fat and ugly. I don't need you to tell me that. My parents tell me that enough. So, thank you. Come at me with an intelligent argument. That'd be great. Alright, that's it. We'll see you next time, guys. Next time.